welcome to the Atlanta Warhammer Podcast! Yes. Minus David because he's... We've actually sent David on a, on a secret mission. We did. Yep, we sent him all the way to England uh, because he is going to get the inside scoop on our uh, on our bug destruction army. That's uh, what he's... It's what we've... It's not entirely... We've given him $3,000 to just, you know, do something else. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure... Well, actually, we got that summons from GW that was like, uh, you must report immediately for crimes against, uh, I guess, just decency at this point. Uh, with crimes, this hobby. Ag- crimes against the Age of Sigmar. <laughs> crimes, against, crimes against Sigmar, crimes actually. Against Sigmar, Sigmar himself is coming down oh, from the man. sky heavens. You know, to get on that list, we had a top Marathi, and that's doing something. Yeah, but we well, sent David over as a sacrifice. Correct. So he so. might be back. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We might. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know. If David, not, maybe uh, we'll just get like the like we'll get you know parts and pieces of him. All the all the blood will be drained. We can make him a, a new David. It's true. Here's here's what we need. Uh, we need him to to curse a lot, mm-hmm. and we need him to introduce one of our sponsors, which we have three of. We and do. We're gonna go into that part of the show right now. Josh, who do you want to do for the first sponsor? Go oh, ahead. God, uh, it's Blueberry Podcasting. All right, and you can also have a podcast that people will listen to. Apparently. For reasons that are unbeknownst to any of us that still are still have here. no idea, yeah, have no idea. It's very strange. But thank you. But thank you. Yes. And uh, yeah, if you uh, use our code, which you can find on AtlanticWarhammer.com, you can get some sort of gift offer for also doing blueberry <laughs> podcasting type stuff. I, feel, I will never remember what the gift offer is, but that's okay because it's on the website. If I you feel, click the little blueberry podcasting button, you go right there. It takes you right there, and it'll tell you the code. And I think the code is actually on the image that we use. And I'm, it's a month of something, so you get a month of something. I think it's free hosting, but it could be cranberries. It could be, but we don't know. You won't know unless you go there. So find out. Go there and uh, click that thing. And hey, another great site that you can go to and find all kinds of stuff that we're going to talk about uh, in this very fiery episode, uh, Gigabytes Cafe. You can go to gigabytesonline.com. You can get all the stuff we're going to talk about now. You get just so many dwarves. There's a lot of dwarves on oh, there. Get them all. Just so put many dwarves. all those dwarves. Put in the dwarves your, in your pockets. Put the dwarves in your pockets. Pay for them first. Then put them in your pockets. Don't just put them in your pockets. That's correct. Then you're just going to get kicked out of the Denny's anyway. But, um, yeah, so go to gigabytesonline.com. You can get any of this stuff shipped to you if you're not in the Marietta area. Nailed it again. Uh, And if you are, be sure to check them out. We're there every Thursday. We have a new Path to Glory League kicking up in some amount of weeks. I have to get through two trade shows. Exactly four hours. Exactly four (laughs) hours. It kicked four hours ago, actually, (laughs) is when we started it, yeah. Um, that's called a callback. It is. So, yes, yeah, check it out and uh, join the Discord. The link is also on AtlantaWarhammer.com. There's a Discord link thing what? there. You don't have to be local. Join it. Check it out. Uh, talk about toys with us. Yeah, cause... we also post like because you like write like the campaigns for them as well. I do, and you do post them on Atlanta Warhammer. I so do. If you want to run them in your own, you area, shouldn't. And it's not Marietta, <laughs> but if you do, if you do, yeah, they're there for you. We'll support your poor decision. Uh, you can take it. Shave off all the things that I put on there and make it better. There you go. And I'm okay with that. And then you kick it back to us, and then we use it in the future. Yes. It's called a share program. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just called ripping each other off. but uh, Yes, but that's also ripping each other on. Oh, well. <laughs> um, uh-oh. I, it, it, speaking it's, of ripping each other <laughs> off. Oh, God. It's occurred to me now that we're on this one. So here it is, everybody. If we got the time is set. Put him in another clock. Let's talk about uh let's talk about Lama Juice painting. Oh yeah, Lama you Juice know, painting. Lama Juice painting is mm. he'll paint all of your miniatures so to the highest good. quality and degree. Just it's just a fantastic level. <sighs> so good. Lama Juice painting. Lama Juice painting. 
So anyway, they had the uh, Warhammer preview thing a couple of, uh, four hours ago. Four hours ago, And yes. um, we were going to talk real fast about them, because this episode, if you read the label on the thing that I put the label on, I don't know how your podcast thing serves this to you, so I don't know which of the 14 titles I had to put in for SEO purposes actually show up. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't make them all different, but you know, I gotta, but keep, you my, do. I gotta keep myself entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to track nothing. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, this episode is about the Fire Slayers. Yeah, it is. It's a uh, little burning dwarf, guys, and we're going to get it's, into that. We're only like a month and a half late on doing uh, our book reviews, but we're getting there, guys. Like, you, we're trying. Okay? Yeah, okay. Like, coming to us for, like, tactics? Ooh. We're going to tell you the, what kicked my butt in this book. Yeah. At the tournament. We, we know the stuff that actually works now. Yeah. Kind of. worked on us. And the stuff that we're going to run instead. Yes. <laughs> Which is just copying what worked against <laughs> us. Because uh, we may not be smart men, but we are dwarf men. Dwarf and orcs, none of those elves in here. We never have elves. Yeah, here. never yeah, elves. Yeah, never elves. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, totally. No yeah. elves ever. Yeah, that's right. Also, Actually, looking at you, who also yeah, has elves. <laughs> <laughs> technically, uh, technically, they're uh, elves. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. They hail well. from the old world of copyright infringement, so <laughs> they are dark elves. Uh, but the Warhammer Fest, they revealed a bunch of stuff, including, and I'm sure all of you at home listened to our uh, preview of the STD book, the day before they released the entire thing is when we recorded that show. <laughs> so, like, all of our guesses were wrong. Correct. As is tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't even get that the Demon Prince kit, it doesn't make the other named version like yeah. we thought. It's the guy on horse that makes the other named version, the Chaos Lord. Which is very strange. I, it, sure. I don't Why know. Why not? That's I, suppo- I think that's the kit where you're supposed to be able to build, like, any combination of shields, weapons, stuff on it. it the hero-y yeah, one yeah. for you. Make so you it. Can- you know, customizable. That's kind of ah, it's sure. the, the, the slaves of darkness. I mean, the the term "path to glory" comes from them. It's their right. whole path for ascending into a chaos demon prince, more likely a tentacle fest. So, like, you rarely get full Hellraiser. You usually go a little Cronenberg. Yeah, but um, you gotta have options. You gotta have options. <laughs> hey, listen, you might need that belly mouth. You don't know. Nurgle yeah. thought you needed it. Now you can eat and then eat it again. Right? Or does it? Can you reach? Can you eat and then reach inside the belly mouth? Or does the belly mouth have its own digestive tract? Is it not just like a, is it not like a, a like a constant loop? You know, I, I, it has occurred to me that in all of my books I've read on Nurgle, I don't actually know if mortals have to eat once they're fully infected. Someone, someone who's uh, one of the lore, lore casts that listens to our show that do a way better job. Is, Can you has, figure that out for us? Yeah, has Nurgle ever had to eat? Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of curious now. What do, the, what, do they, what do they consist on? What if they're like really picky about like cleanliness, about eating? It's like, they're like, oh, somebody breathed on that. I don't want to. Meanwhile, his intestines are literally coming out of his butthole while oh, saying that. I, you know what? I bet you they're like the kind of people that have like the uh, the plate where it's all separated. So yeah. Like the food can't touch. They don't need the food touching. <laughs> uh, they're very polite, though. They have like yeah. a knife and fork knife properly. And fork. Yeah. yeah. They, they know they to work make, they the make outside sure the fork, in. They make sure that the fork is on the left hand and the knife is in the right. Right, right, right. You work your outside in, so mm-hmm. you get your soup and your salad and you go to your main course. Yeah, yeah, course. Nurgle. A lot of, lot of manners there. Yeah, and then you have your dessert fork. Yeah. There's a, you know, your teaspoon, your teaspoon I can't the pinpoint so can... exactly where humankind went wrong, but I think it's when we had four forks. For it's, it's Victorian. It's Victorian era. It was about, it was about that. It was about that. <laughs> you want to know where it went horribly wrong? It's, it's probably the Victorian era. Uh, it's about then, and we shot that, and we shot that ape, and then the uh, timelines never recovered. Correct. So speaking of timelines, um, we're going to blow past all the Horus Heresy stuff. I know there was a lot on there that everyone was really excited about. Some of the box set stuff looks cool, and uh, as a box set, I'd say ridiculous value for Games Workshop. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff. Looks like great stuff. Yeah, so... But it doesn't apply to us. <laughs> and we don't even know what we're looking at, except they got Beaky Marines, and I guess that's neat to have those now. Something. Sorry, sometimes the studio just moves. Yeah, it's it's just, like the it's like a Baba Yaga hot. Shifting all of a sudden. <laughs> These giant chicken legs appear, and it just carries itself wherever. All right, all right. 
Uh, so yeah, we're skipping by that. Cool. Kill team was cool. Middle Earth gets a bear, which is neat. Uh, neat. Uh, Necromunda is uh, welcome to the Carriage and Overlords. Are now fully in 40k. Uh, you're welcome. We have re-squatted the setting. We took the squats, and then we have re-given them back give to them back. 40k. We give you. We give you the. Sa- we give you almost the exact same kits. But, yeah, but fatter. But, <laughs> but fatter. But squatter right. somehow. Uh, and we were talking about this. I, I kind of like I their, really like them. <laughs> yeah, like, they have this kind of, it's the same thing that got me into AdMech a little bit. It's almost a retro sci-fi thing. Right. Like, it has a little bit of that, like, the future of tomorrow kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's that, like, that almost comically oversized spacesuit. Yeah. yeah. Where you're like. It's almost a diving suit. Yeah, where <laughs> you're like, what actually is on the inside of that? Because it could just be like, I don't know, like a little, like a little bug. Pilot and all the, like the doohickeys. It could be like straight out of Men in Black. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very Men in Black. It's just the dwarf and then a tiny little body piloting the whole suit or anything. We don't know. You don't yeah. know what's inside of these no things. I like them with the helmets down because they're even weirder looking. Yeah. Uh, and I hope not that I'm. I probably will get some of these to paint just because they're cool and I like the little goofy bike they have. I hope they have a helmet down option for everybody. Mostly because I don't want to try to get a paintbrush in there to do sunglasses under a helmet on a dwarf model that's the size of Go Fuck Yourself. I don't want to ever have to try to do <laughs> reflective glass eyeliner on that. I don't understand what the problem is here. Uh, the problem is, is these visors are going to be black. That's sure. what they're going to They're welding visors as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Must protect your eyes from the space sun. <laughs> the space, the one space this sun. one space sun. He travels around screaming at galaxies. Uh, so that was the the squats. War cry. Ironhead squats. Cool. War cry. Neat. Cool. <laughs> I like the uh, the guys that they. It's the chaosy out. stuff, right? Yeah, it's the uh, yeah. it's the oh god, what are they called? The hammers. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna. Hear. There you go. He, the horns of Heshut. So Heshut. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, was the dwarven forge with all the the bad dwarves, the uh, chaos dwarves and stuff? Okay. Uh, I think he was their god. I believe in the old world. I'm. This oh, is we should fort- really know this, considering that we're looking at. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> what thing was that? Well, but these are the bad guys, right? These are they, it, they, they offshoot. Don't you know, yeah. there was the one family picnic, and then they had to split up after that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, so that's that's what Hatfields and McCoys here. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hashuts and the Grimnirs. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I wish there had been one that rhymed with McCoys, and that could have uh, been way uh, better. Editor, if you could make me sound funnier uh-huh. on, on the on the the actual version, that'd be great. Isn't that just editor you? note in there? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. And I never do. <laughs> right. I, I hate that guy whenever he asks for editing notes. Um, so yeah, they're cool. They, it's weird that they are chaos dwarf worshippers with no chaos dwarves, not a single dwarf in the nope. line, just dwarven stuff. And we, we now, we like dwarves. Yeah, no, this is a dwarf episode. Give us some dwarfs. And uh, and it's, no it's funny that they've confirmed the Hobgrots and the uh, Cruel Boys buy stuff from these people. Mm-hmm. That's where they get the little grenades. So there was like a little, oh, our Chaos Dwarves coming? And then they teased a bunch of this, and everyone's like, oh, Chaos Dwarves. And then they're Chaos Dwarves if your Chaos Dwarves are full-sized men. So, sorry everyone that was excited. Fake Chaos Dwarves. Yeah, and I, I just, I love these warbands because um, they always have like warrior supreme commander guy with staff, full suit of armor, 12 skulls and a cow helmet. Dude that's basically naked with a hammer. Yeah, and then they got, like, the next one's just, like, guy with stick. (laughs) Who's your screen unit, do you think? Mm. It's probably guy with stick, who is yelling and looks just as concerned to be guy with stick in this universe. Uh, So that's... I really really signed up with the wrong warband here. Yeah, they just hand you a pointy stick. Mm -hmm. It's like, come on now. Um, But this thing that we're looking at right now, and you don't know what we're looking at at home, but this thing. Yeah, it's great. It's a, uh, what is it called? 
Centaurian Marshall. Oh, I, that was a Games Workshop name I could pronounce because it was all real words. Right. Not a Bloodtarian Sin Marshall, which I think is actually probably what I've just named it. Like, it's, it's probably that now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This thing looks cool. Yeah. It's got a lot of it's, things going on for it. It's, it's just, it's like a. It's got so many arms. Yeah. Look at all those arms. It's got arms. It's got a net. It's got spears. It's got a horn. It's got a horn. It's got a, like a, a tail with like a clamp on it. It has the traditional um, colander face mask. Is that mask. Like a nipple piercer on the tail? What the heck is that? Is the nipple piercer on the tail? Well, I don't... His nipples aren't pierced, though. No. So... I'm just I saying, like if, you, like, if you look at that tail, just the tail piece on there, it kind of looks like it would just pierce a nipple. The little clamp and the yeah. spike thing? How many, You're not going to the right nipple place, man, if you're no, apparently uh, not. getting your nipples pierced by a, <laughs> an eight-foot-long monster tail with clamps. They're not supposed to clamp you. Wait, are you saying that I'm not supposed to be my nipples pierced by a Dr. Octopus? Uh... <laughs> I'm just saying that when you probably shouldn't let them clamp you down is all I'm saying. Yeah. It's, mm, mm, yeah. Mm. I, I know they have a little dexterity control on the Doc Ock arms though. Cause yeah. you know, and he hands them like the little glass and yeah. the one thing and stuff. I always liked that. The little middle, it's like the alien mouth. In yeah. Alien. It's like when he, you know, grabs a cup of tea for him. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, like they're, I, they're, they're both, uh, destructive and delicate. You know, that was actually like, because they were, they didn't have CG that good back when Spider-Man puppets, 2 came man. out. Because we're old. Those are real puppets. Yeah, like, those guys actually puppets. had to grab the stuff with yeah. little tiny controls They're and move it around. Amazing. That movie the was so team. good. I know. It was really good. This is a Spider-Man 2 podcast now, so we're just going to talk about that. It's a really, it's good. And this guy's got a net. Look, we're yeah, he does. back in. Look at that. He Look has a net, net just like Spider-Man. hooves. So hooves, just like that Spider-Man villain, Craven. Dr. Hoof. Dr. Hoof. <laughs> Is he a horse doctor, or is, does he have hooves and he's also a doctor? He's got hooves and he's also a doctor. Is he also the, is he the Inhumans guy that they took away his special legs in the show because they couldn't budget his legs anymore? <laughs> Correct. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but hey, here's some Age of Sigmar stuff. Uh, it's, it's, and it's also like a shortened name for Dr. Hoofenheim. Dr. Hoofenheimer. Oh... <laughs> uh, there's probably a character name. I almost guarantee Absolutely. there's a Spider-Man rogue villain that's something like Dr. Hoofenheimer. Cons- considering, like, the Condiment King is a thing that exists <laughs> in Batman, then absolutely. Stiltman, yeah. Like, was all, like, look, sometimes you're, like, really dragging the bottom of the barrel for ideas. <laughs> Mr. Lee, we need a new villain. He's Stiltman, because he's on stilts. And he gets away real awesome. fast, because he's on stilts. And he can run away. It looks exactly like Jack Kirby. No, I made it. It's called Stiltman. Everyone shut up. I'm Stan Lee. Uh-huh. He has a he has a dark history there. Yeah. Anyway, um, Skaven. Skaven. Speaking Skaven of dark model. histories, holy crap! <laughs> a Skaven assa- model. Speaking of assassins, I'm so confused. <laughs> Stan Lee, master assassin of Clan Eshin. Um Excelsior, he would say as he plunged the dagger into your kidneys. Uh, no, there's a new Sylvaneth and Skaven box set coming down. And yeah. In it, in it is the promise that they will make Skaven actually make sense, because as it is right now, that army is really hard to build. Because if you build of one clan you cannot have stuff from any other clan in there right but two of the clans are just not complete so you kind of just don't get to do that clan pestilence my favorite doesn't play with anybody correctly so you kind of just have to run it like that but then you don't even get to add in new stuff it looks like they're gonna fix that sounds like a lot of pewter it, it is <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's weird clan pestilence is the only one that doesn't have pewter it's got a couple fine cast but uh including the model you love the most the most the uh the plague priest god that plague priest is such a <laughs> he's trash my, he's model. my favorite now so trash um and i can't wait to roll him out again when this book hits because uh. uh, there's no point in trying before this book because the army just doesn't work at all but yeah it's uh plus pestilence is one of the more recently updated ones right uh, most people are rolling which around is metal horrifying. yeah i know so hopefully we maybe see at least the availability of some of these kits coming back a little bit. That would be nice. I know Skaven players are like, boy, I wish I didn't have to 3D print my entire army and also spend 
$20 for a model that I need 10 of mm-hmm. uh, per model. Like, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not an easy way to build this. Yeah, thing. when you're actively, like, buying models from uh, Blood Bowl yeah. <laughs> to run in your AOS army, you know there might be a problem. When, when your army is made up of other games' models in, mm-hmm. the, in the Games Workshop line that are better. Just so that you can... Kind of, so you can run it legally. Yeah, just so you can lose correctly. <laughs> yeah, this is Skaven has a has a problem. That's why you see so many Skavens uh, in tournaments right now. I think I've seen one. Do we even have a Skaven? Yeah, we have a couple of Skaven players. No, I know, but like in the last tournament, the, in the Gaul tournament. Do we no, I don't, I don't think there was a. I don't Skaven think there was. The that might have been like the one that was not. Yeah, sure. there was a Skaven uh, in the. Le- no, level up tournament that David and I went to, which we didn't do a show on. David and I went to a, a little tournament. It was a three game tournament, and I uh, went just about as well as you expect for us. Oh, neat. Um, yeah, yeah, we had we had a good time. Good time. I played a Skaven guy. Oh, and nice. He was playing the models he had bought uh, when he was young. Oh wow! And it was still the same army, and it was <laughs> and that is indicative of the problem with Skaven. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was playing with models he bought when he was in his twenties, and he was well past his twenties at that point. So. They're old models, but now they're getting a new one. Yeah, they do. A Skaven Deathmaster, who's just a drippy, goopy boy. Just look, he's just drippy. The important goopy. thing is that it is at least a model that has a base that looks like it attaches thickly. That is true. Thickly, <laughs> yeah. Girthly, girthily, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not like a, it's not like a toenail pointing down on a on a thing. No, we haven't gotten to the Sylvanth models yet. Uh, let's get ready to rip into those. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's a cool looking model. Yeah. I hope that I can use it for Pestilence because with all the goop coming off of him, I feel like I could make him a real goopy assassin. But if not, it's, he's neat looking. And Skaven people are probably pretty excited to get something, anything, uh, and we're getting anything. A, we're getting a new book. Yeah, we and, are. And uh, can we can we put uh, a couple seconds on the clock for uh, the grind my gears segment of this? Yeah, here's thirty seconds on the clock right, for uh, grind your gears uh, with Zach. All right, here it is. Ready? Put a new cover on the damn books. This is that's it. Dude, that was the whole segment. To, you were supposed to go. You know what really grinds my oh, gears? Oh, sorry. God, it's been a long you time since. Know how the bit works? I haven't seen Family Guy in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're ripping off something I forgot. <laughs> um, but seriously, I'm, we're looking at Fire Slayers right now uh-huh. in our hands with the same same cover. cover. And I was like, okay, you get one Games Workshop, but now Skaven, same cover. Yeah, guys, stop. I think Sylvaneth is the same same cover too. We're, we're gonna look at it in a second, but like. You gotta have other art at this right. point, you, and you have to have something. And this, I know the red banner makes it distinguishable as the new version, but come on, just, just, just put new art on the front. A new cover, especially you know? if you have a new model. Use the new model, right? That's the like, weird thing. Have it's, the drawing of the new model that you're showing off to be the cover art of the new book, like it usually is. Right. You're looking at this Skaven thing now, and I'm going to tell you because you don't know that that's a gray seer on uh, Doomfire Bell, or maybe not Warp Bell. I don't know. It's the guy on the bell. Uh, that kit has been around forever. So it's not even a new thing that's on the cover. It's one of their older kits. I don't know. I just get mad because it's like just a new cover. It's so easy. Anything. Just drop the PSD in, put the overlay in. You got a new cover. Do it. And it makes it just easier. Um, and it looks, just looks better. That's it. That's my whole segment. There you go. Games Workshop, I don't mind buying the same book once every two years, but I would at least prefer a different cover on it so that I don't have to explain why I have six of the same copy of a book in my house to anybody who isn't in this bizarre hobby and is like, you have a problem, sir. Like, no, my toys. You don't understand. This version lets me play differently. Try explaining, by the way, to someone who has no idea how any of this works. Uh, The concept of buying a book so that you can continue to play with your toys correctly. Uh Uh-huh. Because the old book no longer works because the rules are bad. 
Dude, I had to explain to somebody the other day who has recently gotten into the hobby where I was like, oh, don't buy that book yet. Yes. Because that book is not 3.0. Yes. And it's probably going to get one because everybody's getting 3.0. Yeah, just 14 books. 14 books this year. <laughs> Let's so load up the roadmap picture. It just extends one. all the way to the end. There's just yeah. 100 battle tomes. They just so, copy-pasted yeah. it. Might as well just wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it is kind of weird. We are and we'll, let's we'll get to the book that we're holding in a second, but it does feel like a lot of these books are kind of like, "Hey, it's coming down the line. So why bother buying stuff and playing them beforehand?" Like for instance, Night Haunt. Right. I know there's Night Haunt book coming. I have some Night Haunt. Um I have Nagash, so I have a lot of Night Haunt already. Might as well just hang out. Yeah, but like I would do I want to maybe get some more Grimwrath guys, see if they work. I don't know. I know the book has been leaked, but I try not to look at it like that. Also, I can't look at leaked pictures on Imgur and put together a concept of how the book is going to play. Right. Like I'm just like, you're, oh, well, cool. you only have half the information. Yeah, and it's like, oh, War Scrolls, neat. Okay. Yeah, out, out of context, I don't know what any of this means. Right. You know, and Night Hunt is such a synergistic yeah. army. That could be great. It could be terrible. Yeah. But like, who knows? I I wonder if people are seeing the Skaven thing and and Games Workshop hopes you're going to go out and buy a bunch of Skaven stuff. Well, if they'd make it available, they would hope that. But um, I wonder if anybody <laughs> if were is. saving stuff to buy. Yeah, it's a surprise. It's all expired. Mm. But I wonder if anybody is or if it's just going to be like, yeah, get really excited and then wait for your book to come out. Right. And then buy the army and then see what you like out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, we're also assuming that these books are a big revenue stream for them. They may not be. I don't know. I, I wonder if the books even matter. They, sh- they surely must be a bigger revenue stream than they are or than they used to be. Since I think so. It's all, since it's now a integrated with the app and you have to have a code in order to have access in the app and yeah yeah all of that stuff i think so speaking of warhammer plus boy that app's just tried to load a table the other day did not make any sense did uh if you're if you're listening to this four hours ago uh go load up a table on the app and tell us if it actually functions because right now all the monster tables are borked which is interesting because if you're playing the game and you don't have your book or your monster table has been eroded or something. Yeah, I have no what, idea. What are you supposed to do? You show up to a tournament, your movement stat is four to seven. You're like, I, do I do I pick? I don't know what that do is. Do I pick what this means? What is it? I saw my uh, my wounds thing the other day. It was like, wounds, five plus. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what that means. That means you have five plus wounds. You could have a hundred or six. But as long as it's over five. Oh, that just means you get wounded on a five plus. So whenever it happens, you roll a five up and you go, I am wounded. And then you just look at your opponent until they go, what? I, was go, like, I, don't, I don't know. That's what the rule says. The rule says. I am conditioned. Anyway, Skaven. Yeah. Book. Neat. Let's go. Cool. Let's Sylvaneth. Get it. Uh, much, Sil- much, more, much more interesting. Sylvaneth. Oh, they got the Lady of Vines. Yeah, oh, she- I just realized she's stomping on a little. Wait a minute. She's stomping on a little plague bearer there. Yeah. That little plague bearer deserves it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm okay with that. They are goopy. Yeah. Uh, so, first up, we got the Lady of Vines, who's uh, exactly awesome. what you would think. She's <laughs> made of vines. She's made of vines, and she's a lady. Um, and she looks horrifying, and that model looks really cool, except for whenever you have to pile it in. Yeah. kind of kind of has that, we're going to extend the model a full eight feet over the base sort of thing, which is great for modeling, terrible for actually playing the game. I have a, I have a major question about like what the actual base size is on that thing. I don't know. Yeah, is she... I'm assuming she's Karnathi sized We've seen some pictures with her with is the rest 40, of the stuff. Is it 45? I think it's probably a 50... 50? 45? I don't know. We're just saying numbers here on this show. Hey, welcome to the numbers show. Yeah. We're just saying numbers. Um, ah, she looks really cool. Yeah. Like, this is genuinely a cool... I have a, I have a feeling that we will be uh, piling her in uh, backwards quite a bit. Yeah, this is going to be like the Gargans and the Star Drakes. It's a butt fight whenever it's they get into anything. It's a butt fight when they get into melee. Yep. 
Uh, but what a butt. Look at, yeah, look look at all the that. leaves look in her at butt. That. That's a lot of leafy butt right That's there. A... Got several different types of skulls. That is what we refer to as a grassy ass. Oh, yeah. She can pay two ways. Grass and ass. That's, yeah, that's what I was going. Cheech and Chong jokes. Um, hey, let's go. But yeah, she looks really cool. I don't know what... They've showed a bunch of stats, and I'll be honest, I've looked at Sylvaneth maybe a hundred times in my Warhammer career, and I always go, maybe... And then I look at all the rules, and I go, I just don't want to yes. deal with trees. Just so the tree trees. thing. I don't want to have to bring an extra playset of trees. That's why I don't really like playing summoning armies. Is I want to bring a whole extra army with my with army. With your army. Yeah. But maybe they'll fix that in this version. Maybe Sylvaneth will be less reliant on trees. Or maybe there's just a way to play with no trees. That'd maybe. be kind of cool. Like, you know how they have the one where it's like, yeah, bring six magma drops, whatever. Like, maybe there'll be one that's just, yeah, no trees, just ghosts. I don't know. Play. Why, why do you You're attack- playing Nighthawk. Why do you attack me in such a way? <laughs> Because they know that we players like us are out there, <laughs> we, so they're always gonna, like, "I don't want to play the good army. I just want to play the army that has me bring the least amount of stuff that could possibly be broken." What, what's the doofiest way I can do this? <laughs> that's not going to work. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Okay, well," and it's always like the last one. Yep. It's always the one where it's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Bring whatever you want. Figure it out. Go nuts. Have some fun." Here's the one where you just own a bunch of things that don't make a good list. You can play it like this. Uh, so yeah, they look. The uh, Lady look of Vines cool. looks cool. Then we got some archer guys. Hey, <laughs> look at these fairy archers. Look at these fey archers balancing on a single toe on top of a rock that is also balancing on a single stump on top of a leaf. You're gonna be weighing those things down. Oh my gosh, you have to be because yeah. these have got to be. They got they got nothing on them. I mean, they're cool looking. Yeah, I, I like the idea. And they each, uh, they, it looks like they're they have wings. They don't. This is the little bug. That's on like the other guy. Mm. So it's a little bug that carries him around and stuff, which is kind of cool, but also kind of lame. I I think it's a, well, that's a much better idea as far as like, I mean, they'd have to explain how like elves got wings then. So if it's just a bug that carries him around, that's way cooler. Yeah. I I wouldn't want them to have to explain canonically why there's a half ghost tree monster with a bow. Cause the wings would be the part that threw me off of that. Mm -hmm. Most, most likely. Yeah. I just, I just like the fact that we were it's just the other like, model that I care about more. Get out of the, <laughs> the fairy, the fairy wing archers. Who cares about those? I, 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 care about the, I care about the guys that are flying, that are on flying dragonfly things. Yeah, those are very cool. But can we just say, Games Workshop, we, we take back what we said about not putting models on one toe, yeah, policy on half a statue. Oh I've been putting together some Night Hunt recently. Oh, I forgot how bad those were. <laughs> well, there's some parts where the contact point for glue is like half a centimeter, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I supposed to, how do I do this? He's just laying down on the base now. Just chilling. So that's what most of these guys will be yeah. doing. Uh, and then we got some bug riders. So we have giant bugs that are both not silent people and not neural. Yeah. So I'm upset. We're, well, we're getting closer. <laughs> Every day we go closer. But I don't think we're going to get... I think this is it. I think this might be the giant bugs. Yeah, I think I these are the teasers. That's not enough for me. I want, they're cool looking. I want all bugs. <laughs> I mean, I love these because they're bugs with, like, dudes with, like, spears and shields. That's cool yeah who you're telling me you like a long mount with a guy with a spear and a shield riding it that comes in packs of threes maybe i can't fourth in what you're talking about right now shut up <laughs> and i like them because they're giant bugs <laughs> which is basically just how can i make these into plague drones because uh-huh. that's all i'm gonna do is make these into new plague drones because they're cool looking so you just paint them green yeah, I might mess up their wings a little bit. Okay. Put some gunk on them. Put some, put some poop in there. You know my Nurgle mixture, you know? Yeah, my yeah. Little, little poopy butt mixture. Right. Get a little bit of that in there. Make those It'd be bugs. really great if you could get it where uh, you have like a little, you know, pull like a little string and then put them, so it looks like it's like flying and pooping at the same time. Oh, man. Yeah, I could absolutely do that. As a man who has been shit on by a dragonfly twice in my life. Yes. I know what it's, it's like. It's weird that it's happened twice. Yeah, and it's weird that I remember both times very specifically. Because, yeah. I mean, how often does that happen to you? Is that you? a core memory? 
Uh, I guess so. Yeah, it is at this point. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it defines me. <laughs> when I'm on my deathbed, that'll be the one. You know, that's that's my. When uh, all the things flash before your life. It's like <laughs> that dragonfly pooped on me twice. It's a montage. See, it starts <laughs> off with birth, and then the dragonfly pooping on me when I was a little kid in Florida, uh-huh. and my and my aunt's house, and then a whole bunch of stuff, and then the last thought will be the other dragonfly poop, and that's right. the bookends to my life. Uh, yeah, which is good because otherwise the bookends to my life would be a lot of plastic I bought and never painted, and I don't really want that. Uh, on my deathbed. I'm going to be laying there and like roll out. I'm like, Roticus. And it like rolls out of my hand and shatters. It's a Citizen Kane reference. It for is a like Citizen Kane reference. For literally the, none of our listeners. I, the fact that you dropped the Citizen Kane reference, I might be the only person that listens to this podcast is in this room and might be in like the next 15 mi- like mile radius yeah, yeah. that goes what the hell you're talking about. Uh, because well, I did film school briefly. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, uh, in four hours when this goes live, hopefully someone else will have... <laughs> heard about it but yeah Sylvanus stuff looks good i like the bugs they're cool i'm gonna get some just to have the bugs and then put the ghosts on i don't know yeah. whatever i don't care at that point uh and hey look at this book it's a it's a neat book hey games workshop <laughs> here's here's another grind my gears it's the same cover the same as the cover. last one just but it's red it's <laughs> oh wait that makes it go faster i think i that, that's that's old rules. That's old 40K rules, man. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. I get them mixed up in there. So, that yeah, joke is for the 40K people. They know what we're talking about. Yeah. All one of them that's listening right now. And now we can get into what I have to call Zach's disappointment hour. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. Handbook. And I would say this. Oh, I think, Sigmar stuff. All right, yeah, yeah. You got to get my disappointment out of the way. Right. Uh, and we should preface this by, like, we, we are definitely ripping on some things, but we are also about to get, like, really excited about a book full of half-naked men fighting. Yeah, we are. So we're... Despite our, our smarm and unhappiness at this, we're genuinely pretty excited about some of this stuff. I'm excited about the Cities of Sigmar. What I'm not excited about is the fact that they showed me a video where they rotated the objective token or command point token or whatever that I got from the store like a year ago when they sent them out. And then they were like, oh, it's the coin of malice. Humans are coming back in a year or so when we start thinking about it. I don't know. It's on our list, I guess. Like, that was the announcement. It was like, Just hey, don't tease it. Yeah, just don't tease just it. Just don't exactly. tease it. Like, just, just give me nothing. Yeah. I'm okay with nothing. I'm cool with nothing. Or, or give me, like, the video and then nothing. Like, go full teaser where I'm just like, oh, that's a coin of malice. Oh, they're doing something with Dawnbringers. And then, like, all of us loreheads can get really excited. And then don't, don't follow up with this half-assed, like, yeah, you know, in a year, though, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just about when the old world stuff starts a, coming out, yeah, I feel like. Give us either way less or nothing. Or you have to give us way more. Or, or all of it. Yeah, or show us a model or something. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, I do not count showing us the 3D sculpted pieces of things as showing <laughs> me a model games workshop. All that is Here's is showing a, me that you also have a 3D printer. Yeah. Okay. Here's a bunch of pieces of stuff that none of which goes together. And Congratulations. And also, they're like, oh, all the new stuff showing off their dedication to the God King. If you look at a lot of the older kits, yeah, a lot of them say Karlsfrond, uh, the guy that was leading the free people, basically. But uh, the other ones always say Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Like, they were still, they still say Sigmar. Like, the, the city's stuff needs updating in terms of the kit functionality, but the aesthetics kind of still work. Right. Uh, enough that I think they don't have to do a whole ton. I'm cool to see what this is. I hope they lean in into the, the real weird religious aspect like the zealots and like the you mean bretonians yeah <laughs> you're never getting bretonians back josh they're never gonna do that damn it's quite literally just an actual island that they just copied and they're like hey, we call it bretonia you mean britain no no bretonia no. and here's the emerald knight and the lady of the lake uh, i'm pretty sure this is just arthurian shut the fuck up and here's the knight's 12 or something i don't know it's a square table because of square bases yeah yeah they couldn't have round tables and they get to yeah! 
anyway, I hope at the cities they lean into like the real deep, dark, gothic kind of stuff. Yeah. Like flagellants with just horrifying weapons bleeding themselves to sanctify the ground. Let make it go weird with it, you know. But I'm, I, I, if anything, thanks for noticing us, Scams Workshop. We would like some cities models that aren't all of the old models. Right. Plus like a handful of heroes. Plus I think you can technically use the uh, Cursed City people. What do you a, mean? Dragons city. are cities. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot. Cities of Sigmar is just a vehicle for dragons it's... now. Ugh. I have a feeling it's soon going to be a vehicle for Sylvaneth, too. Correct. People are just going to keep using it's Living City gonna, yeah. until Games until, until, the, until, the city's book, until the City's book comes out that says, stop doing this. <laughs> you just flip to the page, and it's Living City, and it specifically says, no dragons, and then a fist just comes out of it and hits you in the <laughs> face just for thinking it. Stop it. Yeah. All right, that's the last last thing we're looking at right now. Neat. And then we're going to complain about the General Ham's book being in two pieces. Actually, let's go ahead and do that right now. Okay, so... <laughs> why are they doing this? Okay, you go on your tirade about it. Well, that's basically the tirade. Oh, is, is that... Is, is I understand it's, it's attempting to be like a balancing thing right. and, and having more. And hopefully, it because of that, and because it doesn't sound like it's going to have a lot of the narrative stuff in it, it's just pitched battles. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's cheaper. Because if they're going to give me like... A $20 book that I buy twice per year, but it does have updates, it has erratas, it's got all the stuff printed in it. I'm okay with that. Right. I don't know, though, because this is Games Workshop, and sometimes they give us a great thing, and sometimes they give us a poop thing. And I don't know which one this is going to be. That's the big question, is which which one is this? Because if it's pitch battles, and it's just pitch battles, that seems like it's a little thin. Um, yeah. But if we skip out, like, a bunch of... yeah. Air stuff goes away, and I, I don't know. I'm trying to decide what exactly I want it to be, and that's that's where it's coming down. Where it's like season one. Okay, well, once of season, what? Of what? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can't just arbitrarily decide a season. Welcome to season three of Atlanta Warhammer, <laughs> which we obviously did. Uh, which we just decided was <laughs> at a certain point. I was like, cut off. That's the season. Yeah, that's the season. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Like if it's pitch battles, if it's just gonna be a bunch of like map updates, I'm. Backing my mic as I'm doing this, bashing your um, microphone over there. Well, so it does say it has 12 new battle plans, um, half on infantry reclaiming Gur, which is the new focus on battle line, which means right. horde metas are back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has uh, realm rules, strategies, battle tactics, core battalions, basically like that. So it's the same kind of thing we've already seen. But is it going to be like, is it going to pull in stuff from Thondia? Like, yeah, well, that's a different question. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, that's the ultimate question. Like, you have to follow up for our Thondia show because people are still trying to figure out how that book is supposed to be used. Right. It's challenging. It, a little weird. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> that's This my tirade is it's like, this could be fine if it's cheap and it's only pitched battles and it's just, that that's great and all, but this does beg the question, why not just a PDF Games Workshop? And I know, but PDF no equal money, cash dollar signs. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's okay to not equal money cash dollar signs because you're charging me $60 for a little tiny piece of plastic. You can give me the PDF games workshop. Like, I'm already in the system. It's, it's, it's fine, yeah. So What's your thoughts? So when's, uh, when's season two? Who knows? Do you think we'll get a season two? Or is this going to be one of those things where they do a thing and then they don't do the rest of it and everyone's like, wasn't Malign Portons supposed to be a series? And they're like, I don't know. You got <laughs> Forbidden Power. That counted right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm very curious because it's some information. This is where it falls in the middle ground, right? It's not enough information. It's a little bit of information, but I either need more or I need it less. Yeah. So give us something more than the cover and yeah. or nothing. Either way though, I'm sure we'll be buying it. Well, yeah, because we're we have a podcast about it. I think <laughs> we have to. We have to. Wait a minute. 
I think bitch, go to a break. We need to pay for this podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, we we got to go to a break. Yeah, we got to get some sponsors so we can actually afford all this stuff. And then we got to come back and talk a little bit about the lore of the Fire Slayers, which is, I think, the correct pronunciation. I believe so. Sounds right. Yeah, that works. Sounds right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. down with that. We'll go to the break. Gigabytes Cafe in Marietta, Georgia is your one-stop shop for everything you need for your favorite hobby or fandom. Gigabytes carries a wide selection of miniature lines including Games Workshop, Reaper, and WizKids, not to mention all the terrain, paints, and hobby supplies you need to supplement your tabletop games. Not a wargamer? The cafe boasts an ever-growing selection of hundreds of board games, TCGs, CCGs, and other nerd-based acronyms eager to join your collections. So what are you waiting for? Go to gigabytesonline.com and start shopping now. Starting your own podcast is easier than you think with Blueberry Podcasting, the official home of Atlanta Warhammer. Not only do they make uploading and hosting audio files a breeze, they also feature full WordPress integration, so you can easily share your podcast with the world. All Blueberry Podcasts are optimized for Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and about 100 other podcast services. They even have a free tech support and downloads, and with no contract, you can cancel any time. To get started today, visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. While you're there, use the code A-T-L-W-A-R to get one month of premium hosting totally free. Once again, that's promo code A-T-L-W-A-R at Blueberry.com. Get your voice heard today. And we're back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. I don't know which one it was for, but it was probably good. I think so. Somebody read it. They're all great. Every one of our sponsors and commercials are Couldn't fantastic. ask for anybody better. We could But hey, if we you're did. also interested in sponsoring the Atlanta Warhammer podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, too, would like to usurp one of these people and take their spot uh, and tether yourself to this awful, awful show... You can watch I this guess. train wreck. Yeah, yeah like, do you want to hijack this train? Go right for it, man. Let's do this. It doesn't make hijack any sense. Hijack this train. Uh, speaking of hijacking, hijacking a train because uh, Zach's the lore master in this podcasting group. Hello? Oh, you can't say that now because I think lore master is what they call their lore stuff on Warhammer. Plus, oh, oh God, the helicopters it... are already oh, on their no. way. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Searchlight's on. We, we ride that Don't Sue Us line real hard already with this name. <laughs> so maybe we should just uh, we'll call this the, okay, the master lore. of lore. The... That's a lore. You're the, the master of lore. You're the the Lorefoon? Lorefoon? Yes. I'll take it. All right. Lortan, master of the book tides. <laughs> <laughs> that joke that, was for me. That was just stupid <laughs> enough. <laughs> it was perfect. So what we're going to do, uh, because it's the very first ever Fire Slayers episode. We've never done one before, as far it as is. I'm aware. It's, I think it's episode 43. I, I don't remember we fucking doing Fire Slayers. 45, actually. Are we really? Yeah. My God, it's, why? Shit ran away from us, didn't it? It really did. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put five minutes on the clock. Uh, Zach's probably going to be done in two and a half, but I'm going to let him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make it two. (laughs) Can you give me a solid 90? (laughs) That's really all all I need. Uh, uh, (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) five minutes on the clock. Zach, give us the Fire Slayer's lore. And go! The Fire Slayers are a society of mountain-dwelling Dwarden who worship the fallen guard Gwimnir. I went ahead and read the first line because that actually sums it up pretty well, but what the Fire Slayers are are a collection of the same guy copy and pasted 700 times. That guy is a sworn defender of his home, which is usually an underground dwarfy thing. They can't get too far off of the uh, standard dwarf stuff here. People wouldn't know what's going on. And you see beards, and you see axes, and you got Fire Slayers. They love to fight. They love Urgold because it helps them get closer to reconstructing their god. Most of them think that. Some of them just like money. 
Um, and they love not wearing pants, and they combine those three things into a flurry of volcanic fury when they take to the battlefield to kill basically anything they've been paid for, because that's the fourth important thing. These guys are mercenaries, and they absolutely, for the most part, except for one chapter, this chapter, whoops, they're not space marines, uh-oh, uh, one lodge that seems to be pretty friendly. The rest of them are very mercenary, and they don't care who they're working for as long as that or gold keeps on coming, baby. Uh, and also they ride giant dragon dog things that look like vaguely Asian monster things. The Magma Droths. And that's the Fire Slayers. What's my time? Uh, minute seven. <laughs> that's a new world record for me. <laughs> <laughs> you finished so quick. <laughs> that's not in the direction that record went. Uh, <laughs> I really hope that uh, Lama Juice Painting was the commercial that was uh, played right before this episode. Or oh, I got to make sure it is now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Lama Juice Painting. That's what you call it. Mm, Lama Juice Painting. You know, the best part is the painting at Lama Juice Painting. So anyway, those are the Fire Slayers. Yeah. So, so that's them in a nutshell. Yes. Um, excellent job. Well done. Thank uh, you. A little golf clap. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was, I liked that. That was a, it was a good I'm golf clap. I'm also trying to drink a cup of coffee while I'm doing this. So this is, it's all kinds of uh, wackiness going yeah. on. Are you so, drinking it into the microphone while I talk? Are we both taking a... <sighs> very good, very good. Excellent. All right, so... so where does this book bring us as far as the lore is now? Like, what's the? Are there any major changes that have happened with this book that update the story so far in the Age of Sigmar multiverse? No, next Wait. question. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it would be. Well, I don't know. Is it multiverse? Because there's, there's only only planes, so I don't really know. Forty K is technically connected through the warp. They've, yeah, so it's its own thing. Scaven go yeah. between each because they just because Scaven just wacky themselves in all different kinds of places. We can call this a, a multiverse. Yeah, thing. we're that's going, new, and we're, and we're going back to the old fantasy at some point. So. Yeah. Yeah, Horus yeah. Heresy is a different time, so we got time travel and multiverse. What's up, Marvel? This is where it's been yeah, the whole time. We've been doing this for ages. Yeah, what's up? But yeah, in not, not but us. in basements <laughs> and away from the prying eyes of men and women and basically anyone that looks at this and uh, goes, any, "You guys having toy fights?" Like any kind of normal society. Yeah, any, basically <laughs> we the the trogs are us essentially. Yes. Um, so the answer is no. The lore of Fire Slayers has pretty much stayed the same since the beginning because it's a lot of history stuff like that. There are a couple of new additions mm-hmm. to the. I don't know if they're new additions, because it's been a while since I've read my old book, um, and I never played Fire Slayers with my old book, so I don't know for sure. There's a couple of things that have been added. Uh, Lady Dwarves. That's the big one, so let's go over there first. They've talked about Fire Queens, which I think they had to do, because Cubicle 7 over at uh, Fire Yas Queens, actually. Yes, I was like, yeah. Fire Yas Queens, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. They had to do that because I think Cubicle 7 put out the rules to play as, as female Fire Slayers because, obviously, it's a role-playing game. They might want to do that. Yeah. And then they realized they need to have a way for them to actually fit in the canonical lore of the Age of Sigmar. So, long story short, why don't we see female dwarves? Because they are born in very small numbers, and they don't let them out of the lodges a lot because they're afraid of them... Being Not lost. Be if you anymore. only have ten women's, you don't want to lose one of those women's to rat monsters or a bone guy or a bat thing that spews stuff. You don't know. Or just the mountain imploding. Or just the mountain imploding. Sometimes the literal realm can wake up and have very confusing, unfair rules for you to fight against. So, very like, true. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen out there, and you don't want your, your women folk being uh, in the danger. Which is funny, because then when you actually read about them, they seem way more badass than everybody They're else. They're so much more badass <laughs> so than the like, Just let them slayers. out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let them out, and they will do, they will do all of the work. Yeah, so there's even a thing here. Uh, they're ruled, newly founded lodges are ruled over by wise fire queens, no less battle-worthy and imperious, imperious, sorry, impervious and imperious uh, as their male kin. So I like that they're, they're doing that. They're finally 
admitting, yeah, okay, turns out girls want to maybe be in this game <laughs> as well. Also, this entire army of men was raising some questions mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. why there's still an army of men this long. Are the Magma Dross, do we need to ask some questions about what's going on there? Like, there's only two things in this army, and they keep making more. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. so moving right <laughs> along. Um, so yeah, the Fire Slayers... The newest stuff being about the female thing, there's even a mention in here about how a, a rune father, normally um, they have a ton of rune sons, and when the rune father dies or is getting close to death or whatever, they have like a rite of secession kind of thing. Right. And it even talked about in here how one of them actually chose one of his daughters because she was a better ruler. It also talked about after one day of not having a fire king in one particular hold, how all of the uh, fire slayers just turned into immediate murder war to be in charge. Like, the minute you removed, almost in an insect-like fashion, the minute the queen or king is gone, fire slayers just start killing each other, which is really weird, and I had not thought about that. Like, that's very scaveny. Yeah, you know, they, it's very they chaos. have to have some sort of a... It's weird that they have to have some sort of order to them instantly. Yeah, yeah they just start... The violence, I guess, just carries them into a fury immediately, so almost, everybody wants to be in charge. Almost like they're a little bit chaotic. Yeah, a little bit of a chaos dwarf kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, mm. that'd be cool. They'll never do that, though. No. They'll probably put out a whole warbound of, of guys instead. Wearing dwarf hats. Uh, yeah, so lore-wise, the, the biggest thing that has been brought up since this book, since the last one, which isn't new because it was basically Broken Realms Marathi. Right. Which, as tradition, fuck Marathi. Fuck Marathi. Yes. Correct. So um, the Broken Realm stuff, as we know, uh, at the very end of the thing, what's his name showed up? I, Grugni. Looking, Grugni, that's right. I sometimes mix up the dwarf names. Uh, Grugni showed up and was like, we've all got to work together, lads. I just assume he's generically Scottish at that point. Um, and, yeah, that probably tracks. Yeah, it makes sense. And then that's why I have a note here that just says three dwarf salad <laughs> <laughs> on my book. <laughs> we've come to figure it out. Yeah. It's because of the whole thing where the three dwarves are now working together. And we see this in this book a little bit. Yeah. How you can bring other dwarves in and give them Fire Slayer's abilities, which which makes me hope that we will see something in either the next KO Whatever they decide to give you, I don't know. I don't. I think they Who forgot knows? you guys are still an army at this point. We get a white dwarf every now and then. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see something in KO that also allows for fire slayers because I want to see your magma well, drop drop list. Dumb, Operation Dumbo drop oh, with yeah. magma drops. That's what I want to see. Well, you can do it. Like there is a there's a skyport in in KO, but yeah, it needs it could probably do with an update. Yeah, it, it needs the same because when they're in the skyport, do they get to take the abilities of the KO? Like, do they get to use the keywords and stuff? Uh, no, they don't get like all the keyword stuff. Oh. Punch my microphone yeah. while you say that. Well, okay, so that's what I'm wondering if they yeah. put something out where it's, it's, like, it's it does, but it does. It's like the old, it's the old coalition rules, right? Yeah, where it's like the one in four type of thing. So, uh, yes, that old banger right. where half the rules thing is trying to figure out what other toys you can put in your army because right. some of these are very you have to confusing. Do, you have to do a weird like, like yeah. mathematics. Two gymnastics. out of every seven yeah. must so be a one single in four. Dwarf. So wait, if I, if I, if I double this unit size, that takes one away, and so mm-hmm. I can't. I actually don't have enough to bring another guy so i've got right right well divide all your doors by two yeah and then that's the amount of elves you can bring that are half elf units that have the power of three or under Mm -hmm. which can only be brought if you have a power three or over unit for each corresponding parallel unit but not perpendicular unit this actually sounded like warhammer fantasy rules for a second there very briefly it was very close there was a lot going on to the reason i quit that game (laughs) (laughs) paragraphs like that about artillery so but so gregney's coming back which we know because i'm rathy he came back what about grimnir uh well he's not back yet he's not no. but there's rumblings there's literal rumblings. literal rumblings they're pretty sure that they are doing the thing they wanted to do this whole time which is gather the runic gold expend its power which helps them rebuild their god because to them a little bit of grimnir is baked into every bit of Urgold. Mm-hmm. and so by using it they sort of free his essence and he can be re 
done. They well, do specifically mention that no one actually 100% knows if that's how this is working. Right. Well, and there's also like a brief bit at the very tail end of this story bit where they're talking about Lariel's like big. Yes. Uh, poof of life. I guess the fart of life. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was my other sticky note besides three door salad. Oh, yeah. Was Lariel did BR, which broken realms. Yeah. But it does sound like I'm accusing her of some conspiracy crime. <laughs> Aloriel did 9-11. <laughs> she did it. Jeff uh, uh, Fuel can't her... melt uh, Wildwoods, by the way. It's very true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so she does her big like fart of life, and mm-hmm. that has also stirred rumbling within the mountain, which also could be Grimnir. So, <laughs> Whenever you say fart and rumbling in the same sentence, I'm just going to think of Nurgle. Yeah, well, that's me. appropriate, because also... it is kind of, I mean, that's, you know, Sylvanas better half. Yeah, that's, you're right. Haha, <laughs> 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 we said it here first, and it's correct. Nurgle's better than Sylvanas. Correct. Yeah, there's no silver <laughs> people to even disagree with <laughs> yeah. us on that. Yeah, um, but you're right. Yeah, they mentioned uh, the whole thing and how her work of life energy counteracted Nagash's thing. Yeah, but over counteracted. Yes, which yeah, is she... still like my favorite terminology in all of Age of Sigmar. The yeah. Necroquake is by far the coolest thing they've ever come up with. Did they even call hers a thing? I don't think they did. That's why I just keep calling it the fart of life. Yeah, that's... the the life blast. The, yeah, like. Wh- <laughs> Yeah, they should have a cool name for it. It should be a cool name. That is kind of silly. Yeah, well, how did you not do a cool name for this thing? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, that's basically where the lore lore flies off. And then there's a little bit of bonus lore. Yes. uh, If you look in the Fury of the Deep box, I believe, which somebody on this show, which is just you, split with someone on this show. Which is you. Which is me. The only two Uh, people that are on this show currently, because David is in England. (laughs) Because we've sent David to jolly old Nottingham. Right. Uh, take care of that sheriff problem. But yeah, so they um, they put a little bit more lore in the book. I don't know if you read it because you, I think you just gave it to me. Uh, uh, the lore book. Yeah, I, think I, I don't think I did read it. But it was interesting because it's it's very much about like these Ideneth have been almost waiting this this dwarven castle, their their home, their fjord area was like falling into the ocean over time. Oh yeah, so we were, yeah, yeah uh, I did actually read that, yeah. So the like, Ideneth are like, well, I'll just speed it up because they're going to die anyway. Right. That's logical. <laughs> I like the uh, the cold elven logic of like, well, in a few hundred years they'll all be dead. So let's just let's just speed let's just it up. Speed more. this process. Let's just get up. it done. Look, look, elves don't live forever. That's true. Well, except for the ones that do, or the ones that have horrible abomination rituals where they steal power from everyone and abandon all their allies to ascend some sort of quote unquote godhood. But well, I wouldn't know who I'm talking about there. Yeah, wouldn't know. I have no idea. That was me sipping the tea, sipping the tea right there. How uh, um, how is that city's uh how's that city's list doing? Uh, it's looking pretty good. Yeah. 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 Turns out, uh, fuck Marathi. So the, <laughs> the lore has pretty much stayed the same, but for those of you at home that are wondering like a little bit of the flavor they did put in here, they just to go over real fast to the four lodges. And I've noticed this there used to be, and with Stormcast, they still are. Cause they've baked all the uh, chambers way too hard into the cannon to rolling them back. But like, it seems like every one of these books is now coming with Three or four options. Instead of a little bit. Yeah, instead of like 20, and you have to take an artifact, and you have to take this. Mm-hmm. Now they're just kind of like set up to be, hey, play the thing you like, and you yeah. get a little extra mini on top of here's that. Your, here's your six, or whatever. Yeah. So with uh, <laughs> These rules are complicated enough. You don't need to remember right. more shit. Uh, please don't add more things onto the rule books already. There's a brief... So I, I, want, I want a brief sidebar on this. All I right. wonder if there's a... if Because I've noticed this in the app when you're trying to like build stuff in. Uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a part of them that were like, why did we ever make it so that you had to take an artifact and a command trait if you took this particular port? This, like, or, like, this clan port, yeah. whatever it is. And they're like, this is really dumb. Because I notice that when I build it in the app, it doesn't automatically do it for me. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, remember which one it is that I have to grab because KO hasn't gotten a new book yet. 
And I'm wondering now if they're like, yeah, we're just going to scrap that so we don't have to freaking deal with it anymore. It seems like it's so much easier. Right. It does. It, it's weird in the Stormcast one because it's there's some that are just way better. Right. Sure. So why would you not take those? But I like, at least in this one, they're all a little bit like flavorfully yeah, different. Maybe, maybe you get the option of it, <clears throat> yeah. at least. I think yeah, there's only one that when we get to the rules that I think it's kind of like they could have made it a little cooler. Right. But that's because the other three are good. So I yeah. just want them all to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's four of them. There You've are. got Bostarg, which yep. is just, yeah, it's the ones you see on the box. Those are the guys. Those, those are the, the normal dudes. Those are the normal dudes. There's always, the first one's always like, this is the number one legion that does everything forever. These are the guys that we paint. Hooray, this is the, the yeah, this is the guys yeah. in the cover art. <clears throat> do you want to, yeah, do you want to paint them like the cover art? This is the cover art army. Right. Uh, you've got Greyfeard, which is my favorite, because it's just guys, no Magma Droths, just dudes, and you get more artifacts. Um, and, and that they dude's are, smoking a pipe. He is smoking a pipe, and holding a Plaguebearer head, which I don't know that I would hold that that close to any orifice that I had, because those things are probably still real diseased, even when they're dead. I mean, they're practically dead already. Yeah, well, his his rune is glowing on his leg, too, so I'm wondering if that's doing a little bit of work there. Oh, it's uh, healing it's, up? Yeah, well, he's making sure he's not taking any more wounds. Get rid of that gout. Get that four-up safe. Yeah, get that four-up <laughs> four safe. Four-up wound safe. Yeah. Um, so, Greyfeard are mercenaries to the Supreme. These are the ones that will absolutely work with chaos, death. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. Just as long as there's money, they work for the money. They're good for it. Uh, then you got Hermdar, which is actually the opposite. Hermdar are, like, actually heroic. Right. Uh, so much so that they are shunned by a lot of their other clans because they will do things just because it's the right thing to do, which in this universe is a no, sir. You're not allowed to be a paragon of good here. You have to have some horrible thing about you. Mm-hmm. But they actually mm-hmm. kind of don't. Um, the only horrible thing about them is their rule is the worst one out of the whole book. Correct. So you get rewarded by playing the good guys. If you play the good guys, you're going <laughs> to roll worse. You're going to have the worst rule. Right. Um, and then Lofnir. And then Lofnir, which is just, hey, you want to bring a bunch of Magma Droths, I guess? Yes, I, I do. Well, then here you go, Josh. Yeah. This is for you. It this is. is. the one for you. It is the one for me. It's the uh, Magma Droth one. Yep. That's all it is. They, they raise a bunch of Magma Droths. Yep. And then, as is tradition, they go into a little paragraph or two out of every single hero. We're not going to do it because you're looking at these at home, I hope. You're following along with the book, and you're going, my God, they all look like the same guy. They're the same thing. And I've said this before, even as a Stormcast player, I sometimes look at these and I go, I don't know which ones of these is the actual (laughs) guy that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, They're all mm -hmm. kind of all over the place. Uh, But there are some really cool pictures. I wish... And this, this may is, just this is a book that actually got a lot of cool pictures, and I'm I feel like it's because they needed to fill in space. It does feel like that, doesn't it? <laughs> they basically square them off against every single army in the game, yeah. <laughs> so you can see what your what your uh, Ideneth look like next to them, what your Mortec guard look like. I uh, got some Iron Jaws, mm-hmm. got some corn, got some treasure chests from the Warcry set that they put in the bottom of one of got the some, things. Got some ogors got and some, some uh, what are what the the, uh, the crap that David plays. Uh, Beast Claw Raiders. Yeah, Beast Claw yeah, Raiders. Yeah. Other Ogors. Yeah, other uh, Ogors. Trogs. Some Night Haunt. Some Night Haunt. <laughs> yeah, really, they do everything in here. Like, hey, just a bunch of skeletons. Five flavors of death. My only complaint, and it's a super duper, super duper duper tiny complaint, is that uh, they're all kind of painted the one way. They clearly only had a couple of sets of these in right. the studio, and they're all painted up the normal way. And I, I just like the other ways. I like to see a little variety, you know, in, in the stuff. I do like the painting guide. Because this guide actually, out of all of their guides... This is a really good guide. This is actually a pretty good guide. Yeah. Sometimes they do fall into the draw a horse, draw the rest of the horse painting, where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you skipped 28 steps there. Right. But this one, in terms of just getting the idea on how to do beard and flesh, because guess what? This army is 90% beard, beard and flesh. Beard and flesh. That's, <laughs> that's just all it is, baby. Um, you're going to be painting a lot of that, so I appreciate that that's basically what they focused on. Yep. And then for the Magma Drop, they're like, I don't know, dry brush it probably. Like, what else are you going to do? Paint, it, paint it the thing and then dry brush it up yeah, top. It's, 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 it's a giant model with scales. Are you going to pick out all these scales? No, we yeah. know you. You're going to dry brush it. That's going to look like that forever. 
I'm specifically talking to my Star Drake I painted five years ago. And I'm like, yeah, it looks about good forever. I'm talking about the two magma drafts that I don't have painted currently and keep going. What? How do I want to paint these? I'm going to suggest dry brush. Yeah, probably dry brush. I think dry brush is where you go with that. Yeah. Contrast and dry brush, you'd be done in an hour. Don't even base it. Just throw it on the table. It's a new style of Warhammer. <laughs> I don't even care. Watch it just droop very slowly. <laughs> oh, they just go, mm, I don't have anything to hook on to. Uh, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start playing tournaments while I'm painting the models. That's my new challenge oh, yeah. I'm going to do for myself. Like, as I'm painting, I will also be playing. So I'll have to, like, pick it up, put it back down and stuff like that. That's, that should work well, right? It can't hurt my win record that much. So I think it can only help. I think it's at least entertaining. Yeah. I'll at least be entertaining people. So that's the lore of the Fire Slayers. Sure do you is. have any more questions you'd like to ask me about the Fire Slayers? You know what was really disappointing was picking up this book and then putting it down next to my Stormcast book, which is <laughs> like three times <laughs> the size of this book, and knowing that I paid the same price. Sure. Oh, that did, well, you, know that else, you know who else pays the same price? Our sponsors. Yeah. So we should cut to a break. Being next to us. Oh, God. We're so sorry. Are you still bringing gray plastic to the table game after game? Do you have a big tournament coming up, but your army is barely glued together? Don't worry, Llama Juice Painting is here to help. Free your minis from their drag gray existence and let Justin bring them to life. Whether you're looking for a single centerpiece to bring your collection together or more battle line options, Llama Juice Painting is your best source for finely painted commission work. Check out some of Justin's work on facebook.com slash llama juice painting and get your quote today. Welcome back, everyone. To the Fire Slayers episode, we're going to talk about some stuff that they can do. Yeah, uh, in their in their book. If, if you've been waiting the, for the uh, the fun bit where like we tell you what's in the book for the Fire Slayers, uh, I guess keep not, waiting. <laughs> keep waiting because you're going to have to get through this weird freaking part three intro. <laughs> yeah, we don't. None of this is making any sense. It's true uh, at all. But we're going to talk about the Fire Slayers and what they do. Um, and it, you didn't come to us because you wanted. Up to the second meta chasing, whatever the top hottest new thing in this book is. If you um, wanted it, uh, don't play Fire Slayers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's what we've decided. Uh, this is, I would say this is a fat middle book yeah. all the way. Give me that fat middle. That's what, that's what I like. I, I like a book with a little chunk in it, you know, mm-hmm. a, little, a little girth, a little thick with two C's. But I don't need it to be, it's always at the top you know, it's just too good. Sometimes I want to be on the top. Yeah, I don't need you to be on top of me all the time. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing about the fat middle. Right. You can just switch it up. Yep. It goes either way. A little, si- um, little side to side. But you're not dealt with a book that just is always on the bottom, and you're not always having to be a top. And I think that's what we're trying to say here. <laughs> what we're trying to is say Is that you can, you can really mix it up with this book. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm glad. Switch positions all I'm the time. Got, definitely, definitely yeah. glad to say that about this book. Um, so it is... It's a solid book. There's a lot of good tactics in here. There's a lot of strategery that we had used against us, or at least I did twice uh-huh. at the last tournament. I didn't fight Fire Slayers the last tournament. Uh, so. Yeah, so I can talk a little bit about what it actually does. Yeah, I get uh, to skip all that. And what it actually does is but specifically bef- to a save, a five-up save, it ruins it. Right. So a little spoiler ahead. But before we even get to that, oh, man. Zach, what's your paymaster name? We're going to roll uh, page 63, by the way, if you're if you're following at home. we got to find our paymaster names. Um, whoa, whoa, it's straight off the table. Uh, all right, well, you may refer to me. Oh, hold on, I'm away from the microphone. I'm back on the microphone. I'm going to do that joke every episode now. Um, I have my first name and now my second name. Uh, so you may refer to me as the High Wizard Maladeus of Hammerhall, which is actually nice because I play from that city. Oh, so it worked out very well. swanky. Uh, you can refer to me as Duke Armand. 
The Dark Lord. <laughs> Why are both of our people talk like this? Because, I don't know, that seems appropriate. Generic European fantasy when, lord. Oh, look, man, when you start my name with Duke, I just, ass- yeah. it's either, it's either high, like, high society type of thing, or it's Duke's a hazard. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. Would you accept a third ringer if it's a giant dog and it's Marmaduke? Mm, maybe. What about Duke, 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 Duke of, Duke of Earl. 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 Uh-huh. Would that be acceptable? That would be acceptable, yes. Okay. What about a count who is also a duke? Ooh. Wow. We were I, stretching for that. I'm one. leaving that silence <laughs> in, everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah. So those right. paymaster names, we just... I got really excited because I thought they were dwarf names before we started no, this segment. And they're not their paymaster names. <laughs> but as the high wizard Meladius... Meladius. Tips wizard hat. <laughs> Uh, Meladius. Meladius. Um, I would like to talk about the things that Fire Slayers can do. All right, in this yeah, army. so let's do it. Let's get the battle traits first. What's the main thing? <laughs> What's their one thing? What's their one thing? It is called Fierce Counterattack, Josh. What and is do you it? Know what, what does it does? It do? I'm do going to tell you what it does. Read it to Ask me, my friend. Me, and I'm going to tell it to you. Okay, read me what Fierce Counterattack is. I'm going to do that right now Excellent. with my word mouth. I'm excited. Make about these it. happen. You know brain English talk. real good. It is there. All right. You can use this command ability at the start of the enemy combat phase. That is an important thing to have paid attention to, so I'm going to say it again. The enemy combat phase at the start of that. Uh-huh. What a weird trigger. Um, the unit that receives it has to be Auric Hearthguard, Hearthguard Berserkers, or Volkite Berserkers, which you got it. Those are the, literally the three things in this army that aren't heroes, so it just your army that's not a hero. You did it. You did it. Uh, has to be within three inches of an enemy that made a charge move and not within three inches of an enemy that have not made a charge. Oh, okay, hold on, let me reread this again. Uh, it has to be one of those three units that is within three inches of an enemy unit that has that made a charge move in the same turn and not within three inches of an enemy enemy units that have not made a charge move in the same turn. You know, on the last show when I said sometimes the rules are so complex, I skip them. Uh-huh. I have a feeling I'm not going to use this rule correctly ever. Uh, but what you get, if you actually do read this and figure it out somehow... Uh, the strike first effect applies to that unit until the end of the phase, and it can't receive this command more than once per battle. Yeah. So basically, it means that like if somebody's charging you and they're not al- if that unit is not already in combat, then they can apply the strike first effect to the unit that charges. Yes. Well, that was a much simpler way to explain. Yeah, but you got to do the weird like rules lingo yeah, portion of it because somebody will well actually something else of some mm. book and it'll yeah yeah, yeah will not do it at, will not do it as it was actually intended. Yes. Like, you know, putting fucking dragons in damn cities. <laughs> I like that you're so salty about that. I am, and I haven't had to fight it yet. I'm just, I, neither have I. I'm just salty because I like cities, and I don't, I want to bring cities and have people be like, oh, it's just Fulminator delivery units. And it's like, no, there's stuff. You can lose other ways. <laughs> that's just if you want to win, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's their main thing they get, which is a Counter-Strike, which is kind of cool. It's like an Unleash Hell for getting in the fight melee. That makes sense because this army is slow. Right. And you're going to want something, something to... to- Counter a charge. Yeah, because uh, as we've learned, um, if you get hit with a bunch of Gargants and you don't kill them first, you don't have a lot of save in this army, and you will get burnt out. It's a weirdly glass cannon army yeah. for being so thick and meaty looking on the cover. They're, they're stout. Uh, the, my basic... Uh, th- here's my overview of the Fire Slayers. Uh, they're a relatively stout army, but you need to roll hot. Yeah, they, this is an army that gives you a little boost a certain amount of times. So at a certain point, you can trigger a thing to do a thing. Like, I'll get a plus one here, a minus one here, double strike here. Yep. But you only, like, get one of those things per game. So you're doing very careful application of yep. your abilities, which to me means I'm not going to do well with this army, but I'm looking forward to playing it. You've got to kind of, like, parcel out the correct effects for the correct battle round. It's different from, like, because I would 
compare this to like something like Ignathikin, where you have like the high tide abilities. Mm-hmm. But that just tells you, hey, it's this at this battle round. Instead, for Fire Slayers, you got to pick the one that you want to take effect. Right. That battle round, and yeah. that's challenging. It's challenging, especially because it requires, from a playing standpoint, um, you have to know your army really well, know and, how everything's going to do, and you also have to know your opponent's army, and you have to try to predict what you're going to need in the whole turn, possibly the double turn. That's it's a lot. It's a lot it, of stuff to kind of. It's a thinking man's dwarf army. It, it is a thinking man's dwarf army. It ain't my fancy carriage and overlords army where I just go. I'm going to shoot that thing. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> I'm going to shoot that thing. Roll a bunch of dice. Don't shoot that thing, probably. Right, and then I'm going to get countercharged, and then I'll, my entire army's going to be off yeah. the table. Then one single Mortec guard brushes gently against an ironclad, and it explodes into fire and kills everyone inside, as 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 was intended. As as <laughs> as Grimnir intended. Yeah. So the other thing is they have Grimrathos. They won't do really go over everything because you need a very particular unit in order to use them. Yes. So it's weird. They're like enhancements for one guy, for one dude. But considering he's, we'll get to the Grimrath guy in a second because it's like a hero, non-hero. It's a, a strange thing. They yeah, had to. He's a make weird, it work. Yeah, he's a weird in between guy. He's yeah. really good if he gets into a fight. Yeah, and some he of these things just, are, are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he might just get shot off the board before that ever happens, though. That's kind of what I would generally... If I saw one of these little things, it's like a little little mini uh, Gotrick coming at you. Yeah. yeah just go ahead and shoot that. And shoot that thing. Just go ahead and get rid of that before I have to deal with it. But instead, we'll, we will go over the Urgol rules. Let's talk about them. Yeah. So, the way these work, I think it's the same way that they always have, but we're just going to go ahead real fast. At the start of your hero phase, you pick one of the six types. Um, you activate it. On a one to five, it happens. On a six, the super bonus thing happens. Yeah. Uh, and you can only use one once per battle. There's a thing that lets you change that, of course. Uh, a lot of this game, a lot of this army goes, you can only do this, and then you flip a page and it goes, or sometimes don't. <laughs> so, I don't sometimes, know. Sometimes you get to break your rules. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a very customizable army, yep. I feel like. Uh, way back when, I remember talking about uh, every army being able to break, like, one rule. Like, yeah. that would have been, like, the way to design. If I were to take it from scratch and go, if I were to design this game, how would I want to do it? It'd be like, oh, well, you make all the rules, and then you have each army faction break one of those rules. And they do kind of stick to that. And they do kind on of a lot of that. stuff. Uh, I like that. Ossiarch just ignores battle shock. Idneth just ignores shooting, basically. Right. I'm trying to think of what Cruel Boys does. Oh, Bolt Boys! It just lets you Bolt Boys. You just Bolt Boys. You just Bolt Boys. Dragons just you... let you Dragon. Dragon <laughs> Stormcast just lets you bring dragons or have friends. Mm-hmm. You only get to choose one of the right. other ones. <laughs> get one or the other. Uh, I like Rath to be... Gang gets to fuck herself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and that's why she split into two different parts. Right. Make, make it to make that more easy. So let's talk about these runes. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of them. We're going to fly by real fast. Go for it. Oh, here we go. There we go. Rune of Fury. Plus one to hit rolls. If you get the six, plus one to attacks characteristics of melee weapons. That's the one you really wanted to crank that six on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farsight. You add one to hit rolls made by the throwing axes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, and the enhanced is you add one to wound rolls. I, I saw this get done in a battle report, and it was the last one they picked, and it actually turned out doing pretty okay because they just lined up a bunch of shots, and it, it worked. But it's not one you're going to bank on usually. Uh, Rune that, sounds like a, that sounds like a nice uh, round one or round two. <laughs> yeah, if if there wasn't a, a very obvious round one one yeah. in here, uh, maybe a round two. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think that one probably gets picked a lot unless it's like why not situations. Yeah. You've already got the game in hand, or you've lost so much you're just trying to see if you can do something silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the searing heat. If a wound roll is a six, it causes one mortal wound. Uh, enhanced. Uh, roll a dice for each enemy unit within three inches of any. Fire Slayer's unit on a two-up, it suffers a mortal wound. That one's weird, because when it becomes enhanced, it automatically just does a mortal wound to everything in combat. Right. So that's probably one you want to pick when you're good and stuck in. That's a turn three kind of one. type of thing, yep. Yeah. Uh, Awaken Steel, improve the... Ri- improve? Improve. Improve. Improve the rend characteristic of melee weapons by one, and then enhance, improve the rend characteristic of melee weapons by another one. That's... 
plus two rend. And I don't want to tell you, but that Fire Slayers thing there, that Fire Slayers keyword, if only there was a way to apply that to other Dwarden mm. and also give them minus two rend. That'd be real nasty. But that Ironclad shooting at a minus four would be pretty horrifying, wouldn't it? I mean, if you could roll the hit, any of the that'd actual be, shots. That's the actual problem, yeah. Uh, but also Gotrick. Let's just go ahead yeah, and say that's right. It's just Gotrick. You just want to crank Gotrick to an obscene level. If you want to, if you want to run some Fire Slayers, it's real nasty. You just run Gotrick. Yeah, if you if you have a Gotrick and you just want to run a Gotrick list, Fire Slayers is a good way to get him in there because he gets a lot of cool stuff with that. Uh, you got a couple more Rune of Fiery Determination gives him a ward of six up and an enhanced to five up. Pretty solid, pretty solid. And the Rune of Relentless Zeal standard is plus two to move characteristics, enhanced is add two to charge rolls. That's pretty much always going to be your first game one, unless you're just immediately getting pushed in across the table. Right. Because you don't want to move fast. Uh, and speaking of blazing and fury and running, well, the naming scheme is really on point on this book. Uh, indeed. You want to tell me about that heroic action? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a heroic action that could be taken out with a Fire Slayers unit. Instead of the other heroic actions, it could be taken out with a hero in their heroic action phase. Yeah. Thingy. That's <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it's called, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't why know. not? Who knows? Anyway, but the Blaze of Fury is you get to pick one Fire Slayer's hero. Until the end of your turn, the enhanced effect of the Urgold rule that is activated in this hero phase applies to that hero regardless of the activation rule. Hmm. Uh, you cannot carry out this heroic action with the same hero more than once in the same battle. So if you really need a enhanced ability to go off, you can just be like, hey, this guy right here, uh, he's getting the enhanced or gold rune. Yeah, that's a, a very good way to guarantee that you get the one thing you need to happen. Which to is happen. probably going to be like the super rend on Gotrick. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a really good way to guarantee that Gotrick is just going to annihilate whatever he hits. <laughs> it's like, he hey, already was. Yeah. Hey, do you want this to be a plus four rend? <laughs> just when you oh I think that would actually put him at five I think he has a is he, is he have ne- a negative two on his attacks two, I, I don't know I actually don't know it doesn't matter it, it because really does, he's gonna he's kill gonna, everything he's just gonna blender everything and with a rend four you could actually put him against Kragnos and guarantee a six up save on Kragnos that's fucking rude that's rude <laughs> that's so rude um, but yeah that's that's what that's uh, I think that's what that's there for force that special ability but also like if you've got a hero and you really want that hero to stay alive for that turn giving him a, a ward of five up or something if I think Holy crap, yeah, that. he has a minus two rend. Yeah. Good God. So how, about, a... how about some minus four on that there? <laughs> minus four rend. Just swinging that D6 damage. Every six is D6 mortal wounds on top of that. Ugh. Yeah, that's the Ugh. noise everyone makes when they look at Kotrick. <laughs> uh, you know, the only thing preventing people from running that is that I don't think you can get the model anymore. I think he's actually hard to find. Yeah, he's now. actually hard to find. But everyone has one. I have one. I just painted him. I'm not going to use it. You're just it. not going to run Gotrek? Now, what, what, any list Gotrek you put him in becomes a Gotrek list. Right, you just run the Gotrek Fire Slayers list, man. You can I mean, win. I guess, I guess like, oh, shit, I actually can win. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be more fun to include Gotrek, like, a, I don't think you'd have him in a Mega Gargant mercenary. I don't think the rules will let you do that. I like to try to build a list that doesn't include anything that's actually supposed to be in that army. Mm-hmm. Like a city's list that's just all a bunch of random nonsense. But anyway. The number of times that I've looked at KO lists and I've been like, I could bring some dryads. Yeah, you should. <laughs> just, just bring some dryads. Just ally in some dryads and be like, can you just stand on that point and die like instantly? But it's fine. Like you're holding it for a Yeah, time. it's something, something, nature, Captain Planet, whatever, go over there. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the, the stuff that the Fire Slayers just get. That's yeah. the things. And then we get into the enhancements and command traits and artifacts and all that stuff. So, all right, is there anything, is there any standouts? Let's do the in command traits first. Let's do the command traits first. I was looking to see if your mic cord being dragged was picked up on there. I don't think it did. At least I hope it didn't. Yeah, if it fine. did, I didn't unplug my mic at least. No, your mic's still on. Can you hear us at home? Let us know if you're listening that you can hear us. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the uh, enhancements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So what I did is the normal thing where I picked one. Uh, but then sometimes I picked two, and then sometimes I picked all of them. So I really didn't adhere to my own rules on uh-huh. how this works at all. 
So, uh, what command traits do you like out of the out of the inheritance of Grimnir? Well, the one that uh, stands out to me automatically is because it helps this thing that we just talked about with the Urgold. Yeah, same one I picked too. The spirit of Grimnir. Yeah. yeah. Which, if this general's on the battlefield, when you make an activation roll for the purposes of the Urgold Ruins battle trait, uh, the enhanced effect applies on a five up instead of a six, which is pretty solid. Yeah, that's a really good way to have your army be able to be doing really well. I would like up. my things to happen. Or at least give myself the chance of it happening 33% of the time it's, instead of 17% of the time. So It's yeah. a plus one to that dice roll, which for us who should matter, theoretically, mathematically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do like that one. Um, I also like the leader of the Duardrahil. Du- Duardrahil. I don't know. Duardrahil. The, uh, the leader of uh, Lauren Hill mm-hmm. because you can have Fire Slayers or any Dwarden gain the Fire Slayers keyword for the purpose of the Urgold Runes. That's how you crank Gotrick up to insane things. Yep. But, uh, I mean, Dorden, that is a tagline on Carriage and Overlords, right? It is, in fact. I really like the idea of an ironclad just going, you know what? Ren 4. And just, <laughs> burr, just burring things down. I don't know if the ironclad has... Doesn't it have Ren 2? Well, no, cannon? but I'm not sure if he has a Dorden keyword on him. I'm assuming he does. Well, then what's inside of it? <laughs> it's got to have dwarfs. I don't know. It should. I. You know what? Fix it, Games Workshop, even if it's already done. In which case, good <laughs> job, Games Workshop. Thanks for paying attention. Uh, so yeah, that was it. that was it. Uh, the Magmic empowerments. Did you look at these at all? I these did. are the priest ones, by the way. Um, yeah, it's all the priest stuff. I, I mean, it's weird because the this is going to be if you're going to run the priest centric version of the Fire Slayers, this is probably the stuff you're going to be looking at because you're going to want to have all the prayers that do weird and interesting things. Yeah, um, which we will get to at some point. Um, and then if you don't, then you're going to completely ignore this part. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to skip right over. Yeah, you're going to skip right over it. Uh, which for me, who has no intention of running any of the priests, because uh, I'm just going to run six Magmadroths uh, <coughs> in Lofnir, uh, then I just kind of ignored it. And really, I didn't much care for them all that much, other, uh, other than the one that just gives you the plus one to your chanting roll. Yeah, I um, I think there's application under the Master Priest thing, which lets you activate an Urgold that has already been activated, because that just lets you use an Urgold rune twice, which right. if you've got your general to have that you could have Godric have two turns at a rend four if you need of, of nastiness yeah yeah so i, I think I there's some play in there i think i don't know i'm not a smart enough person to figure it out but i feel like there's got to be some cool stuff you could do with that and then the avatar of Volcatrix is just cool essentially what that does is if your guy dies and there's not a molten inferno off which is the endless prayer thing you get to put one he turns into that yeah thing. he just turns into one lets him <laughs> lets it go nuts for a little bit yeah that's neat i don't think it's particularly great but it's neat it's a cool trick. Yeah, it's a cool trick. It's it's something that you'll do and your opponent will go, oh, okay, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and then what's after this? We got some artifacts of power. Yeah, we do. First up, we got the the higher loms of the lodge. I think I'm saying that right, right? Higher loms? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Right. Not heirlooms at all. No, no, that would that's yeah, not, that's a crazy the, way to pronounce that. First off, there's an H right there. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah, you have to pronounce yeah. you have to pronounce <laughs> every, heirlooms. Every consonant and vowel. Mm-hmm. That's the way I learned to phoneticize. So, did you like any of these Lodgy heirlooms? I wrote down number one and four, but they don't have numbers by them anymore, so I assume I just meant the first and the fourth one. <laughs> I'm guessing that's where I was going with this. Yeah, I mean, the plus three, the, the, the uh, three-up award is really nice. You know, in retrospect, having done all the notes for this book a solid month ago, um, and then not looked at them until right now, live on the air four hours ago, I probably don't know what half of these things yeah. are supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, award of three-up, why not? Oh no, my guy's got to fight Kragnos. At least he's got more of a chance. Uh, and then the Axe of Grimnir, uh, just improving the rend by one and add one to damage characteristics. Uh, the Rune Father's already got a pretty beefy stick, if I remember. Yep. I'm not taking that phrasing back. That's what we're going with. And so I feel like if you gave him 
that thing as well. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, four attacks, threes and threes, rend one damage three, so that would be rend two damage four. That's Bastion. Yeah. That's straight up Bastion, Sir Dick Punch of Stormcast himself stats right there, except that without all the other stuff. But you're also paying 300 points less, basically, so I thought that was nice. Not bad. And then the artifacts of the Forge Temple, which are priests only, once mm-hmm. again, so you may ignore this entire thing. Um, the one that only stuck out to me was just reroll chanting uh, yep. and range of the prayers doubled. If you're leaning into this, yeah, this is the stuff that. you're gonna take. Yeah, yeah. if if you want to go prayers route, you need to lean into the prayers because otherwise they're they're not the sort of things that you just bring on a whim. Now I will say, I think you might have missed what that no, what that uh, Droth Helm does with your all Magma Droth army because if you were to perhaps bring one of the priests on Magma Droth, you could be adding one to wound rolls for attacks by their claws and horns, wholly within twelve of the bearer. That is true. Not a bad thing to go because those are pretty decent. Yeah. So if you're doing a priest thing, maybe having one of the priests on there just to have this aura wholly within 12 what you get three magma draws in that yeah if you put them like side by side <laughs> yeah yeah i've had this problem with gargants where they're within 12 and you're like oh that's not a lot of space with these big guys yeah. but, but it might count for himself yeah that's true so it's so. at least doing that right uh, and the magma draws are all the same no matter who's on top of them so they're all pretty decent i think yeah and then finally relics of the feared uh and these are just fire slayers heroes this is any hero can take these my favorite was that uh i picked number two because oh, really? okay, yeah, well, because a, uh, I'm gonna run Battlesmiths, so okay. why not? Uh, B, I'm running Greyfeard, which lets me just bring a bunch of artifacts already, yep. so I'm just gonna have extra stuff. And then yeah, each time a friendly unit is uh, affected by a spell or endless spell, holy within twelve on a four up, they ignore it. That's pretty decent. Not bad. Uh, there's a thing like that in Stormcast that I use that people don't pay attention to until it works. Right. So ignoring a spell on a four up, uh, honestly, there's not a lot else in here that I liked a whole lot. The the, the I kind of like the demon. Slayer one, yeah, that one's one cool. Where you get to like skip, like you just like, oh hey, I'm hitting you with this melee weapon, and you don't get a ward save. Yeah, uh, that is cool. It's just so specifically, it what are you fighting very, against? Yeah. You know, the, well, and it's only the one weapon. If it was like for all of your weapons, and there's a couple like guys yeah. that have like multiple different weapon profiles, um, it would be better. But yeah, sticking on a sticking on a dude, probably like a like a well, not not berserker because berserker's not technically a hero, but. Yeah, yeah, you're getting this weird thing now where you're like, well, what would it go on that's Who, not yeah, just, who's it go on? It's not cool. just better on something else. Now, I will yeah. say this. The Draught of Magmalt Ale, that's what one of the guys had uh, that I played against. And it's the one, excuse me, that lets you double the attack characteristics of the melee weapon. Mm-hmm. Had he not whiffed an insane amount of that, that would have been a horrifying thing to have surprised just, on me. Because it was all of a sudden just like 10 attacks doing two damage at Rin 2 on Gargans, which can't take a rend anyway. Right. Uh, but he rolled pretty terribly, I think, on that one. But it was a really exciting moment where the guy just got proper blasted and decided to fight a Gargant and did just immediately died afterwards. Just like, I will have these ten attacks. And then he saw ones and twos. Yeah. Like, and, no! And also, secret hint, he told me about this. Um, at the start of the combat phase, he drinks it. If you have a character that gets to attack twice, it doubles their attack profiles on both attacks. Right. So he was hitting me with, I think, 16 attacks from one hero. Woo. I was not prepared for that. Uh, it was. It would have been really bad if I had not accidentally whoopsied my way into good defense <laughs> rolls, basically. Um, but yeah, that's that's the stuff. Then you flip the page. You got some scriptures, some mount traits. Um, mount traits to me are important, but that's only because I'm running Lothnir. So yeah. With uh, I guess let's do lodges first, and then we can. Flip well, back. the scriptures are important because I'm going to be bringing a couple of priests so in my go. list. So, so I think want, everybody. Do you want to do lodges first then? Uh, do, yeah. Let's talk the, about the lodges real the, fast. Do the, do the pages in reverse order. Why not? If you're following along at home, you're confused now. Indeed. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about some lodges. Vostarg. What do they get? They get add one to hit and wound rolls for attacks made by Volstarg Volkite Berserker, so only that one flavor, uh, if they made a charge move in the same turn. 
which is pretty standard stuff, but pretty good stuff. I mean, if you're if you're going to be able to guarantee the charges, uh, that's pretty good. I just don't feel like this army is one that can always control when it when gets the charge. charge. Yeah, so I don't know. That's not for me. But uh, why don't you read Greyfeard, which is for me. Yeah, it's add one to the wounds characteristic of friendly Greyfeard heroes that do not have a mount. In addition, you can pick two additional artifacts of power and give them to two Greyfeard heroes in your army that do not have a mount. So already you're getting two artifacts and a free enhancement, the standard stuff you get. You're getting plus one wound to all your heroes on foot. And then if you bring, you know, battle regiments or whichever the one is that lets you bring in another enhancement, you could add another artifact onto the pile. Basically make all your heroes real cool. Make them much beefier. Yeah, make them, make them much neater. And they each do little neat stuff. And I think I like that. I think yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, and then you got a bit of a spreadsheet going, but yeah, yeah, you do kind of, <laughs> it, it does turn into a lot of bookkeeping with, yeah. with that kind of thing. Uh, and then you got Hermdar. Yeah. These names are fun to say. They are fun. Uh, Hermdar. Hermdar names are always the best. They are. They're good. Um, if a friendly Hermdar unit wholly within enemy territory or wholly within 12 of an objective fails a battle shock, half the number of models that flee rounding up. If you call back to the first part of the show where I was like the nicest lodge gets the worst ability. Yeah. Cause while that is good, this, Army has a lot of ways to avoid battle shock, and also like you're bringing a ten man unit. Also, it's called command points. Yeah, command points like that. I I, I feel like if here's the thing: if battle shock was actually a part of the game, that's true. It, then it would be I think great. it will be now. I think that we're we're seeing it come back into being part of the game with Nighthaunt being able to turn off the uh, inspiring presence ability specifically. Right. Like I think we're seeing that come back into being a way to utilize the game. But, I mean, I'm just going to flip back here. What's, what are we looking at for an average bravery here? Eight or seven? Yeah, so the chances of these guys actually fleeing in a, in a battle. Way. Yeah, if they got a bravery eight or seven and you have ten of them, you've already got to kill four to make sure anything. Like, I don't know. That just trigger a battle shock. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. like very good. Yeah. But what about Lofnir? That one looks cool. We are. Yeah, it is. Super cool. Uh, so with Lofnir, uh, you will get to add two to the wounds characteristic of friendly Lofnir Magmadroth units. In addition, up to three Lofnir Magmadroth units in your army can be given a different mount trait instead of only one. So you get all three mount you traits. You get all three mount traits. Well, I guess and then, we of course, should... this is the one that also allows you, this is the one that, where you get to bring Magmadroth yeah. as battle line. Yeah, this is the one where they're like, you know what? There's some silly gets out there that want to play this army a dumb way. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Give and me we six Magmadroths. <laughs> I like that your Come army on, baby. and my army are the same army. I'm just the stuff you didn't want for your army, uh-huh. and you're the stuff I didn't want for my army. Correct. It's perfect. It's, it's a it, match made in heaven. It's a match made in uh, Lofnir and Greyfjord, specifically those two. It's a match made in Grimnir's loins. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Fiery loins. Indeed. Uh, then let's fire on off onto these mount traits while yeah, we're talking about all this chafing. So the first one, Flamescale Youngblood. If you carry out a stop monstrous rampage uh, with this unit and the enemy unit you picked suffers any mortal wounds, Give him an extra three mortal wounds. Just right on top there. Yeah. Just, hey, did you take uh, D3? What about another three on top of that? Yeah. That could just be six mortal wounds. Just you fucking just go, six. Bonk. That just kills a dude. That just reaches right over and slaps a Stormcast to death. A whole Stormcast whole hero. whole Stormcast hero. That's not good. I don't like that at all. I like uh, that a lot. I, I did very much dislike. <laughs> I would like to stomp him back to his little lightning uh, <laughs> place. Like, that, that is just, just a free six. Oh, well, I mean, obviously we should say three, four, technically. You can't roll less than a one. I've tried. So four to six wounds, that's pretty solid. Solid. Like, yeah. And that's the young blood. So what happens when they get older? Uh, when they get to the Lava Tongue Adult, uh, with determining the attack characteristic of this unit's Roaring Fire Stream, an attack's characteristic of less than five is still treated as a five. Which is okay. Okay. I, out of all of these, that's the one where I'm like, that's okay. That's okay. That's a medium thing. Yeah. Yeah, their, their shooting is there. Uh, it's what? Rend one, damage one. 
Yeah, it's there. It's there. It's there. It's it the picks some stuff one. off. Yeah. Yeah. If and we finally Oh, go ahead. Oh, is the Cole Hart Ancient. If this unit is the target of an attack made with a melee weapon, subtract one from the damage characteristic of that weapon to that unit or for that attack. That's pretty good. To a minimum of, to a minimum of one. I mean, the amount of things that hit in melee with two damage, like uh Graveguard. Um, I Lots think these things stuff. are big enough that thralls would do their thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where they would hit harder or more. I can't remember yeah, how thralls with, work now. With uh, better damage. Yeah, so like all the things that amp up damage, uh, even just a hero hitting with a two-wound uh, two weapon is not going to be it's swinging on one. one. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That's a good way to have a tanky and guy. Remi- and a reminder that all of your magma dross are plus two wounds anyway. Right. Because they're in the Lofnir. So now you're talking about, well, this one will take less damage and also has more wounds. So, which means its wound profile is going to be, or it's going to just be on the table longer, which you're going to need because you only have six models. Yeah, they've made it. Uh, they, uh, I think they've understood that with every one of these lists where they give us the option to just bring like five things and try to run it, is that you need more durability for that to work. Right. So it seems like I haven't played this, so we'll have to find out when you actually get that on the table how that works. Like, does it work or is it like, yeah, you can technically do it, but it doesn't actually. Yeah, function. it's going to be some funsies. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it just because it'll look neat. Yeah. So how about your prayer scriptures? Since you're going all prairie and having dudes. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm just going to lean straight in. You know, just uh, it's about time. I don't want you yeah. to think of me as just any other fire slayer because really I'm here to talk about our Lord and Savior, Grimnir. Right. Uh, and Get how degrees and really enjoy Grimnir. Blast that Urgold all over. Anyway. <laughs> this is this is when we need David to just be like, you guys making a sex joke? <laughs> It's so weird. It's been the weirdest yeah, podcast a, I think we've done. We just keep throwing it in an invisible chair. We just we yeah. just Clint Eastwood style put a chair on stage and we're just gonna yell at it the whole time. That's a reference that like nobody gets, but that's a thing. Look it up. Google Clint Google Clint Eastwood, Eastwood yells at chair. Yells at chair. It's yeah. a thing that happened. Uh let's talk about these player player scriptures. Let's hey player, let's talk about these player scriptures. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh so first up, I think they're all pretty decent, but one and three are the best for me. Prayer of Ash, uh answer value of four, it's a range of eighteen. Pick a Friar Slayer's unit wholly within range and visible. Subtract one from wound rolls. Just just good, easy, toughen them up a little bit. And, I mean, if you've already got that on, you know, cast that on an Ancient that's already reducing that damage by one, now you're making it even harder to hit him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can really make it just impossible to do damage. I know, I played against this army, and my <laughs> Gargans just brought their wiffle ball bats and did nothing. Just hit uh, him with pool noodles. Just pool noodles and, and poor intentions. That's mm-hmm. the only thing they had. And then the last one, the number three, not the last one, uh, is the Grimner's Fury. This one um, is just answer value of three in a range of 12. Pick a Fire Slayer's hero that does not have a mount. It was within range, within three inches of the enemy. They can fight. That's a fight in the hero phase. And I have played enough Stormcast to always pick that one because that's the one your opponent does not plan for. And then your Runefather just whoopsies over with his three-inch range stick and just batters something to death in the hero phase. R.I.P. Uh, old school Iron Jaws. Oh, uh, yeah. See those fight in the hero was, phase? That was what I, that was They're what I rare yeah. now. Uh, except we know that Marathi also still has her command a whole unit to yeah, do that. But bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's just what you get for bringing her. But, like, this is a way to make a cool person do it for cool kids. Yeah. So I like that. Um, cool kids do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is the dwarf <laughs> motto. Well, I don't know. Lumineth also do drugs. And the Skaven do drugs. Is once again, Warhammer just about doing drugs? Uh, once again, cool kids do drugs. Hold on. The Gloomspite gets are looking for drugs. Uh-huh. I think this whole army might just be about cannibalism, drugs, and toys. Like the whole game. Yeah. That's why I like you've, it. You've probably. unlocked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no wonder I like this so much. Um, and hey, you know what's right after the rules? Josh, what's right after the rules? It's half the glory crap. Glory, man. I, okay. All right. Here it is. Here, it is. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, we're putting it on the clock. You know what we're I just want to preface this real fast. I actually like Path the Glory, but I agree with everything he's about to say. 
You don't really grinds my gears. What really grinds your gears tonight with Josh? Why the heck did I not just put the Path of Glory rules four pages earlier? Just put Path of Glory before we get to the rest of the battle traits and everything else. Just damn don't have it bisect the rules that are used for the way most of the time the game is being played. Right. Is that what you're saying? Usually you are playing match play. Yes. That is that is traditionally, or not traditionally, but that's how a lot of people play the game. And if you're not, you're doing narrative play, which also is not Path to Glory. Path to Glory is a very specific thing <laughs> that exists on its own in its own little netosphere. Don't let, get me wrong. Keep your Path to Glory in these books. Yes, please. They're fun. We've they're done great. leagues. We love them. We they're cool. Ru- love running leagues. But for the love of God, move this crap four pages earlier. Yes. Because the Path to Glory stuff, even if, like, it's like, oh, well, I need to know how my army works. It's like, yeah, you sure do. But you know what you need to know first is how the freaking Path to Glory crap works if you're going to run Path to Glory. So... Learn how the Path of Glory works, and then you can get to the rules for your freaking army. Yeah. it's. I'll tell you what you guys do. Open up the InDesign file that your book is in. It, it probably is. I just assume you use InDesign. Uh, what you're going to do is you're going to copy these four pages. Or you're going to copy spread, and you're going to go, and you're going to move them four pages up, and then you're going to paste spread. And that's all you got to do. I agree. I love the Path of Glory stuff, and we got, like I said, we have a league coming up. I like how unique the Path of Glories are getting now. The ones in each book are very thematic to how that army would function. Like, mm-hmm. With the these guys, you're trying to get money. You're trying to gain reputation. They have a cool thing where you actually have a reputation score, which goes up and down depending on the types of gigs you take. So if you only take awful gigs, like with chaos and demons and stuff like that, you're yeah. not going to have a good rep. But you'll probably make more money, or maybe not. I like that. That's yeah. really neat. Just it's not right in the middle of my rules. M- mind you, the color coordination for this is even this is even the same. <laughs> That's true. Like I didn't it's even realize color that. coordinated so Why? that these two things should be next to each other. And not bisected by the green in the path to glory. But then how would we get uh, this entire battle War Scroll Battalions, which are now just there, I guess, for us? For the purposes of you yeah. need to go immediately onto the Age of Sigmar app. Yeah. To actually look at what the War Scrolls actually are now because they're almost instantly updated. These are here to make you go, oh, these look really cool and how thematic. And then you actually look at the rules and go, I don't get to use any of these in the actual game. These right. are just for fun stuff. Yep. But uh, matched play, yeah, match play is a thing that happens. And, and they have their own grand strategies and their own battle tactics. They which do. Which they have been adding. Are any of them good? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they never are. No. Some of them are okay. But they're still not. Just the ones that are in the book, the generic ones, are just. Uh, significantly just better. better. Yeah. And, significantly and they're just, better. They're easier for the most part to get done. Um, I think there's one in here that's pretty good. But real fast, just to fly through them. Uh, one is. Guarded lineage, when the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. If there's one friendly rune father and one or more friendly Auric rune sons on the battlefield. Theoretically, you could do that by having the two alive. Uh, but don't bring two rune fathers, because if you have them both alive, you technically lost this grand strategy. Because you brought two guys. This is the one we got into uh, when we were looking at like the Cities of Sigmar and Stormcast ones, where it's like, you have to have two Cities of Sigmar's units alive at the end of the game, but guess what? If you brought three and one of them didn't die, you got out of your grand strategy by having more things alive because it says two not two or more oh games workshop stop writing things like this um defend the lodge when the battle ends you complete this grand strategy if there are no enemy units wholly within your territory completely subjective and if i've got nurglings you're never going to get it i'm just going to put some nurglings up your butt leave them over there in the corner you're going to dedicate very map dependent yeah very map dependent the objectives are like you know if the objectives that are in like neutral territory or like not in your like whole your territory. Okay. Maybe it's a little bit easier. Yeah. But if there are any of the maps that like, Oh, your territories are butting up against each other. 
you basically need to table your opponent. And also, it's just it's so easy to snipe. Any right. fast moving cheap. My free two Griffhounds I get with my adjudicator. I'm just going to send them way off into the corner. Are you going to dedicate your slow ass army the time to hunt down two free dogs? Right. Nope. I just denied you two points or three points or however many grand strategies are worth. Clearly, we never get them. We don't know how many points they add to your game. Some amount got, of I think points. Got them once. Yeah. I think I well mine. Somebody kept breaking my boat. <laughs> with Gargans, it's either I won or lost yeah. because it's have Gargans alive. So uh, then you got Oath Takers and Skullbreakers, which is a great song title, by the way. <laughs> Um, when the battle ends, you complete this grand strategy. If you completed at least four battle tactics and every battle tactic you completed was from the Oaths of the Battle list on That's page 75. That's never happened. Good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck on that what, one. What a nonsense ability to put in there. <laughs> what if you just played the army in the hardest possible way? Poorly. Expert setting. Expert, oh my god, this is expert setting. Uh, which This is like do- this is like if you're playing Doom and they have the Doom setting. It, it is. <laughs> this, is uh, this is just... It's awful. Yeah. This is what it is. It's just awful. I'm sorry. I hate to rip the things apart in the book because I genuinely love this, but like that's just terrible. Nobody's yeah. ever going to do that. And then Masters of the Fjorge. When the battle ends, you complete the strategy. If there are any invocations under your command on the battlefield. That is actually possible. Possible, except for the fact that they all remove themselves randomly. So you got to hope that you don't. Themselves. You have to hope that you have the guy that turned into one, and then you just run him the hell away from the fight. Right. And maybe that'll work. I don't know. Flimsy, but at least that one's doable. Battle tactics. Are you ready? Yeah. This one, uh, so this first one, settle a grudge. I think this should have been in the army rules. I think this should have just been a thing fire slayers get to do. What this is, is each time a friendly unit is destroyed by wounds caused by an attack, you make a note of the enemy unit made by an attack in a book of grudges, if you wish. I love when they're like a little narrative flavor Uh in their rules. Um, When you pick this battle tactic, you pick one of those enemy units that's still on the battlefield. You complete it if you destroy it during the turn. That should just be a thing that I think is in their rules. Well, like, you just get like an extra. If you settle a grudge, then you get to like get an extra. Yeah, an you extra get point. something, but that's so thematically yeah. dwarf. It feels weird to have stuck it over there. Right. But it is very easy to pull off. So that one is at least good. Yeah. Uh, Beast Slayer, pick a monster, an enemy monster friendly hero. You complete the tactic of the monster is slain by wounds caused by the hero. All right. Well, theoretically, your hero's on a magma droth. It doesn't say without a mount, so you could probably pull that off. Uh, Grimner knows no mercy. Uh, complete this tactic at the end of the turn. If there are any friendly berserkers, Volkite berserkers, on the battlefield, and all of them are within three inches of the enemy units, if you only brought one unit, you can probably guarantee that. Like, these are all pretty easy to guarantee, but you have to have kind of specifically built for it. The, the, the trick of the Volkite berserkers, of course, though, is that that's also one where you have to, like, get them into combat and then not have them kill everything. And also not have them die. Right. You have to, it's the, it's the Slanesh middle line. Yeah. You gotta just tickle them. You can't kill them. And well, and you can't like clip them on a side either, because then if you're, you know, a smart opposing player, you would just pull the ones that are right. in combat. Oh, if I know you've picked this, uh, I'm just going to redeploy out of zone as much as I can right. to deny it. That's what I mean is like, these are these good? Yes, but no, they're easy, but they're also easily countered. I think the, the one thing that is nice, of course, with the battle with the battle tactics is that they just do give you more options, which sometimes when you're playing an army that does not have these, you're looking at your battle tactics that are in the general's handbook and going, I can't do any of these. <laughs> <laughs> See, last episode, turn three for Josh and I in every game, where we went, I can only do three battle tactics. Yep, so. right, only three of them possible. Well, hey, how about I read some uh, battle tactics that are going to be nearly impossible to pull off? I would love to hear them. All right, how about an honorable death? You pick a friendly hero, you complete this tactic. If your hero is slain and any enemy models who are also slain by wounds caused by attacks made by that hero, dear, eh, fuck it, I don't know. Get, <laughs> you, gotta, you get the hero and he's got to kill some guys and then he also has to die. Right. Uh, could your opponent not just not let that happen? Right. Pretty easily, I feel like. 
Uh, seized by force, you, tac- you can pick this tactic only if you control fewer objectives than your opponent. Heavily map dependent at that point. You complete this tactic if you control more objectives than your opponent at the end of the turn. Could be possible, and as a turn one, uh, if your opponent has capped one in their territory, you get turn one, and you can get to one, and maybe one in the middle. Wait, Could you be can easy. get to one as a Fire Slayer's unit? Yes, because you can tunnel. Oh, That's yes. the only way I know how to do that, <laughs> yeah. And then my favorite one, Ignomious Death. Pick an enemy hero. You complete this tactic if the enemy hero is slain by wounds caused by an attack made with a fire steel, fire steel throwing axe. So I guess activate the rune and then try to try if, just whip a million a, shots at a hero. If there's a... Oh, it's at a hero. Good God. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah, it's got to be like a Skaven hero. Something with a Something with a, bat, with a bad save. Because the fire steel throwing axes don't have much of a rend. I think they're just rend I one. I think they're rend one. Yep, yeah. And I mean, you're already fours and fours, so... Good luck. Good, good, good luck. Yeah, that's not going to hit anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one's kind of the one where it's like, neat, thanks for the chance, I guess. If you're on turn five, your opponent has one hero and one wound, and you just feel like being like, I'm going to be a jerk, you could do this one. When, you're, when you've run out of other options, and you're like, well, maybe. <laughs> it's here. It's here. It's an option. That's just be the tagline for all the grand strategies and battle tactics they put in the books. It's like, hey, when you've run out of things that work, try something that might not. <laughs> because they just might not. Try options that are... Guaranteed to fail. Yeah. Hey, and then it's it's a uh, War Scrolls. It is and, War Scrolls. And there's a surprising number of pages for the fact that there's three. <laughs> it's true. There are only really only three models. I guess it's really yes. Every, if you think we're joking, uh, look up the Fire Slayers line. It is all heroes and one box of one guys that can be built three different ways. Yep. And one box of one guys that can be built one different way. Well, no, two. Because they can have a shield or an axe and an axe. Yeah. And that's it. That's your whole thing. So, here, so here's the thing that I both love and hate about Fire Slayers, right? Is that on the one hand, when you get the box of Fire Slayers that you get to build, uh, you get the option of building them whichever way you want to. Yes. So whatever one you need, you can build because it's all in the kit. The drawback to this is that they all look the exact freaking same. Yep. So good luck trying to remember which one is your Rune Father, Rune Son, or Rune Smiter. Uh, but then how am I also going to remember which one is my Flamekeeper, Battlesmith, or Rune Master? Uh, you won't. Those are all independent units we just named, they by are. the way. No, that, none of that was made up. And there's still more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I actually built, um, I think actually I've built all of the ones that I have now. And I put them on my table. Uh, and I stood back a foot and went, I have no idea what any of this is. It's just the same height guy. Cause I'm not running any magma droths. So there's nothing in my army that stands more than an inch tall. It's yeah, kind of, it's kind of funny. All just look exactly the same. Yeah. They're just the same guy. Short dudes with high mohawks. So, so the, uh, the magma droths got better. I, I, I don't know. Do we want to just, I, we don't know. We didn't play fire slayers in the last book to be too completely no. honest. So like the things that got better, I'm not going to have a good idea of how much better they are. Yeah. I, They're good now. They were already good, I think. They were, yeah, I mean, like, so I think I played against Fire Slayers, like, once in 2.0 when the Fire Slayers book came out, Uh, Mm -hmm. and they were fine. Yeah. Like, people played them. They were pretty good. They had, they did a bunch of attacks, and then sometimes they hit, and then they stuck around for a little bit longer than, I mean, they're dwarfs, right? So they're all two-wound models for the most part. Um, So they're fine. This book kind of updates them so they work in 3.0 a little bit better, and then you get to run whatever flavor of Fire Slayer you like, mm-hmm. whether that be... <laughs> as long of, as it's from the three choices the three you choices, can actually do. Which, which, I mean, really, it is. like It's like, do you want dudes on mounts? Do you want just dudes? Or do you want uh, dudes that do chants? Yeah. And, those are, and that's your options. It's, it literally is, do you want all mounts? Do you want a mixture? Or do you want all dudes? 
Yeah. And I guess you could technically go, well, I want to play an elite and only bring the five-man groups of guys, and you'd have less dudes. So you could kind of horde mode it if you wanted to. Right. I don't know that it works that well, but I don't know. With the new battle line things, maybe horde mode works Might be better. Them. Right. Um, be interesting to see if that, the thing, because it says battle line, and, you know, they're teasing, and, mm-hmm. and oh, it's all about battle line. I wonder if that will apply to things that perchance gain the battle line keyword that when they are placed in certain Guardians of Anvil armies and would I perhaps suddenly have accidentally whoopsied into a 12 Charybdis army that does really well because they're technically battle line monsters at that point. Right. Which is the two things that you're supposed to have. Maybe my maybe my six Magma Droth uh, list because they will be battle lines. Is this it? Have we come to the time of just the nonsense lists are really good? Are really good. All steam tanks, baby. Yeah, That's what I want. Go. Bring it back, Chris. Bring it back. All Bring steam back tanks. Steam, all steam tanks. So do you want to talk about the Magma Droths? Meh. That, I mean, yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're the good. The thing with this army is when you're talking about list construction is you kind of already are bringing the stuff that's yeah. in it. It's not like Stormcast where you have 84 War Scrolls to choose from. Guess what? You're going to have some of this stuff in your army. You're you, going to have a room You will have fire. everything because the start collecting box for Fire Slayers has everything that you... It's pretty it's much that. really good. <laughs> and if you didn't get everything, the recently released or soon to be released four hours later, Vanguard Fire Slayers box uh, comes with 20... Volkite Berserkers, five Hearthguard, which are the ones that can be built as the other three things, and one Battlesmith, who actually doesn't come in the Star Collecting. So that's smart on them. Yeah. Because now you can get those two and have a pretty decently sized army. Uh, and, if, you want, and if you want a foot troop uh, variety, like that's that's the box that you get. This is the box, yeah. yeah. If you want the Magma Droths, you get the other you get the other box and you find some sucker. Or the Magma Droth by himself. They're or selling the, it as they, his own oh, kit. Oh, they now. are selling the Magma yeah. Droth by himself. And you get now. the heroes in it that go as well, because that sprue has those three heroes on there. Right. So you're getting a Magma Droth and two other heroes. It's a good deal. So you'll have a bunch of foot heroes. Yeah. I, I, I think that... I like it. I think that, though, like we said, we're not going over all the War Scrolls because you're bringing them. Also, we're a month late. Also, we're a month late. <laughs> you already know. A yeah, man has read the book on the internet. You've already looked at everything. You have the book. You know you what care. the War Scrolls are. So we're just going to tell you what we like. Yeah. Because that's what the show is, and you can't stop us. So um, We control the media. <laughs> <laughs> I like that over the chosen axes on page 79, I have a single sticky note that says nah on it. Just nah. Nah. So uh, don't bring those. The chosen axes are the ones that go with the hero guy. Right. But you have to bring both of them. They're kind of expensive, and they actually don't do much more than you could get by another unit. So, mm-hmm. And there's no need to bring a named hero in an army that wants you to put artifacts on your heroes. Right. So bringing a named hero who's in Volstag completely does not make any sense. So I was like, nah, as such. But then I turn the page, and I have Yes Rune Daddy written on Rune Master. So apparently he is good. Oh, yes Rune Daddy. So, so uh, the reason I chose him is because he is a great utility piece. Real fast to talk about him. Um, he knows all the prayers. So when you bring him, you don't have to worry about picking one. Just He's got them all he's ready got to go. Um, and if he's within three inches of a... Uh, yeah, if your general's within three inches of him at the start of the command hero phase, you get an extra command point. Solid. Kind of Neat. a Cities of Sigmar thing, yeah. And then Volcano's Call, actually pretty good. You, uh, casting value of three, or sorry, chanting value of three. Uh, range of 18. If it's carrying a runic R, and this is when they're weird. They get to have either an iron or a key... The iron lets them re-roll the chanting roll. The key, I think, makes it a longer range for their stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But um, you pick a terrain feature, roll a dice for each enemy model within one inch of that. uh, For each six, they take a mortal wound. And it blocks visibility. So, like, good way to prevent getting shot. And if you've got, I don't know, a bunch of Sylvaneth hanging out in a tree, just hit the tree and set them all on fire. And I like the thematic thing of a bunch of people climbing into a building and this guy just going, oh, really? Hitting his staff on the ground and the whole building just goes up in fire and they have to immediately run outside of the building again. I think that's neat. That is neat. 
Do you like any of these guys? Uh, I mean, I like the Battlesmith. Battlesmith is, is pretty good. Yeah. I have to find what page he's on. He's on 82, if you're following along. Oh, okay. I See, I can't tell by the pictures, yeah. unlike in most armies. You know, it's that with the uh, with the four attacks, threes and threes, negative one run, two damage each. Pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fire Slayer units wholly within 12 inches of this unit have a ward of six up, which is probably important. Pretty good, pretty yeah. good. Uh, and in addition, once per battle in your hero phase, you can pick one friendly unit on the battlefield with this ability to plant its icon of Grimnir. And if you do, until the start of your next hero phase, friendly fire slayers who's wholly within 12 inches of that unit have a 5-up ward. Which is really good for yeah. that turn when you have to get stuck in. Um, and then his last thing, which has been recently eroded. Not it, recently. It was, it's was. it been a month, guys. But uh, right. we knew this was going to get fixed. I, in fact, I even have written down here, will Smith be nerfed? Not will Smith. Yeah. But like the actual Smith, will he be nerfed? And the answer is yes. Yes. He was immediately. Because, because the way that it was originally written is that uh, on the Bard of the Lodge, if this unit issues the Rally Command, you can return one slain model to the unit that receives the command for each four-up instead of each six. Ooh. You know what's <laughs> missing from that? Uh, the Fire, Fire Slayer's keyword. Yeah. You know what's uh, included in that? Literally everything else. And people were rallying Fulminators on like a four-up, and yeah. that's not... So that has that. been errated to be Fire Slayers. Yes, yes. Which, a- as was appropriate. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, you know, I was excited for they, the... They whoopsied themselves real hard there. Oh, man. I saw that, and immediately I had the Zach Galchimanakis gif of all my Cities of Sigmar stuff flying through my head, and I was like, how can I abuse this in such a horrific way? Because mm-hmm. Cities would just allow you to be like, yeah, cool, we're going to rally uh, 10 guardsmen or whatever on a four up just, there's so many good things you could do with it i'm very glad that they don't let you do that there's also a lot of really stupid things you can do with it but yes you know yeah because you could sack people for extra spell casting and power and then immediately and then bring, bring them, them back, back and then sack them again to a different dark queen yeah i yeah, like there's a lot of really there was a lot of ways things. to abuse this there's a lot of really stupid things you could do uh very glad that they don't let you do that anymore yeah. but it is still a good model to have because yeah. uh if you are dealing with a lot of shooting the ward is helpful against shooting and being able to rally back is really helpful because if you're bringing big, expensive guys, you don't want them to get shot off the table. Right. Uh, what do you think about the Flamekeeper, the one that got added in for the book? He's the new one. He's got three Mohawks. That's how we know he's the newest. <laughs> the mo- Mohawkiest. The Mohawkiest. Um, I am a solid meh on him, but I'm probably going to use him because I own him. Yeah. <laughs> he's... It, he might as well. I guess he's fine. I mean, I don't know if he's worth. Oh, God, I'm... I should try to remember what the point cost uh, is. On I think he's like 100 something. Uh, let's see, Flamekeeper, Flamekeeper, Flamekeeper. 90. He's 90. Oh. oh, he's dirt cheap. Yeah, bring him. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, he is, and I wonder, does he take, the, for those 90 points, would you be better with a rune sun or, like, something else? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, He's probably going to be really good. I, I, what I'm seeing here, uh, Josh, would you like, would you like some theory crafting? I would love me? some A little bit of tinfoil hatting. So we know that there are, okay, let's dial us all the way back. They want to sell us toys. Yes, they do. Uh, that, the that, is, that is the job of Games Workshop. That is the job of Games Workshop. And James Workshop himself mm-hmm. wants to sell us these toys. Who um, David's talking with right now. That, hopefully, he, he's made yeah. it through security, uh, and he's being allowed to interview the man, James Mr. Workshop. Mr. Workshop himself. Mr. Workshop yes. himself. Um, but I've completely lost my train of thought because we were not thinking of... <laughs> I don't know. I'm I just really, thinking of... I, bro- I broke you. <laughs> I'm just thinking of David trying to get through British security. Just... Like, uh, what, what is the purpose of your visit? I'm here to say Mr. James Workshop. <laughs> What's the purpose of your visit? Fuck Marathi. <laughs> okay. Uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, right, man. Yeah, cool, right. right. Um, anyway, I feel like they they know that they can't sell us a lot of toys if we're only using men's strength units. And MSU has been dominating right now in terms of the meta. So if they want to bring back hordes, a.k.a. buy more stuff, they got to make battle line really good again. Oh, what's this? Uh, what's this new general's handbook teasing oh, about? Maybe it's battle line. Battle line's gonna better? be really good. Yeah. Oh, you want to get even crazier with me? Follow me down this rabbit hole. 
This was the hero in the box, right? And he's good for battle, battle line. line. Specifically, the cheaper battle line would be better for him. Oh, what you was, mean the you mean well, the one that has like you mean the box that has the twenty dudes in it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was the other hero in that box? The Idnath. What is he real good at again? What's oh, his? he's uh, he's really good at bringing back a lot of thralls. Oh, like, battle he's line. A, he's a battle line. Master. Master. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's think about the Night Haunt set. Uh, what is the Gladiatrix really good at in the Night Haunt slash um, Daughters set? I'm going to give you a hint. It's melee. It's melee. melee ba- She's yeah. good at making uh, battle line. horde stuff better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where they're pushing the game, and I think that the reason we look at this and we're like, meh, is because it just hasn't hit the time yet. It's like if they release the new monsters before the seasons of Beast, and mm-hmm. everyone's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Kragnos is all right, and then they go, oh, but here's what he can do, and you go, oh, now he's good. That was great. Because he can do all these other things. So cool. I what, think that's what we're wait, seeing Kragnos, here. you mean in 2.0 as opposed to 3.0? Yeah. <laughs> when he was a joke until now, when he's in every single Destruction Army yeah. ever. I like all these Bone Splitters armies that are like, Bone Splitters at the top of the charts. Nah, it's Kragnos. Kragnos. Just Kragnos and a bunch of guys that followed him around. Kragnos and dudes. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Flamekeeper's a solid man. It's a cool model. It at least looks a little different because he's got the axe in his left hand instead of his right hand. So, you know, a little variety there. And that axe has flames coming out of the top of it. Yeah. Oh, and so does his thing that he's holding. Has um, he got flames coming out of his hand? Yeah. Is he, is he, is he, is paint, he flame fisting? They paint them really weird, though. They don't look very good. Flame fisting. I, I laughed internally. Which is where my tears go. It's also Uh, where the flames go. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, finally, I guess the last thing unit-wise to talk about in this, uh, before we just real quick talk about the prayers and stuff, is I have a single sticky note on the Hearthguard Berserkers that says, unique, very cool, so good. So I turned into a small Japanese girl while writing this note. Uh, It is very kawaii, and I ooed all over these Hearthguard Berserkers. So I'm going to tell you why I did that, Okay, go for it. Because I think both of these options are actually really good. You get to pick whether you get the broad axe or the pole axe, okay? You're the broad or the pole. You know what I'm saying, guys? You know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? It's always the broad or the pole. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the good thing is they have a four up if they're wholly within nine of a Fire Slayer's hero. That's pretty easy to do because these just come in little five packs, and they're mm-hmm. on 32s, I think, um, which have a two-inch range, so they can swing through each other. Uh, the If it's you pick the Fire Flame Strike pole axe, unmodified hit rolls, two mortal wounds. Pretty good because they have two attacks each. Solid. Uh, if you pick the broad axe, it's just two attacks, threes and threes, rend one, damage two. But with all the ways you have to increase rend, increase damage, inc- plus one to hit, plus one to wound, these things are going to be basically swinging on twos most of the game, uh, and that's a lot of damage. And yeah. it's a lot of damage they that hit, comes out of a little unit. They hit really hard for being, well, uh, five guys in loincloths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, not only do they hit really hard, but they also have the whole thing where, like, the ward save and being the two wounds and everything means they're going to stick around a little longer. Right. And I think being a small unit as well means if your opponent is trying to get them in combat with a lot of stuff to kill them, you might be able to angle it to where your opponent's only going to get a couple of hits on them right. and they can swing through their bases. I Obviously with two battle line choices, I'm going to say this is the better of the two, <laughs> but there's two. So they're both good. So you're going to have to pick them. But I, I think that's, I like them. I mean, I wrote yeah. it unique. Very cool. So that's good. A, that's the one much. You're, wow. You're going to be running. Those are the ones you're running for. Primarily on yours, yes. right? Yeah. I looked at the hearth guard, and the hearth guard have a really cool rule, which is uh, if they roll a six on the modified hit roll, you subtract one inch from the target unit's move characteristic until the end of your opponent's next turn. It only goes up to half, but like that's could be rough. That's that's could be rough because if you imagine, I don't know, look at the movement on these suckers. Four. Yeah. You're not hit, getting away from me. Yeah. Or or hit Nurgle with it, and then be like, all right, I'm going to basically guarantee that charge now because you're only going to be able to move two inches. Right. I'm going to try to counter charge you. This is a, it's a tactical army. Yeah. From what I've found, uh, which I don't know that that means I'm going to be very good at it, but we're here to try. 
and I appreciate the attempt. Yeah, yeah. And they got some uh, the pizza oven still here. You can pizza still use still the pizza here. oven, uh, and it still does. I think the exact same thing, yep. which is cool. They're hot, fresh, and ready. And then the I think nothing has changed in terms of the other stuff, or it has, and we just never played with the endless whatever's in the first place. I, you know, I don't remember people ever running the endless prayers. Previously. I remember the Infernoth, and I would see him, and I never played against him. I don't know what he was doing over there. He was hanging out, yeah, having a good time, doing stuff. Um, I think he still does pretty good. The thing now is, it's just it's such a big base that right. you can summon him and just leave him in front of your models and prevent you from being charged because you can absolutely move through a prayer but you can't end on a prayer. Right. And it's, if you've got this thing in the way, you can just block off a lane. I think that's why people are talking about it. It blocks off a lane and does some good damage. But it's they're also, also cheap. Yeah, 70 points. points. 70, well. 70 points and the, other ones are, and the other two are 55 each. Yeah. So they're very cheap. They are cheap. And like the, the flame spitter could theoretically do a lot of damage to hordes. So that could be kind of cool. The firewall is kind of like, eh, it's neat. But yeah. it's there. And it doesn't affect magma droths. So, you Which know, good. you could bring it and put a wall down. And then step over it. And then go hooray, and it would have affected none of the battle, but you've done a thing. So, congratulations to you for doing a thing. At least make it so that you can't kind of get to me. Yeah. <laughs> kind of protect one of your six guys <laughs> from combat. Here's this uh, very thin wall that I've put up, and I have six magma draws. <laughs> this will stop them. Yeah. <laughs> Puts out road cones in front of a charging <laughs> army. <laughs> They'll have to slow down now. Uh. Uh, so there that's you go. the book. That's the book. That's the book. That's what do you Fire think? Slayers. Give it a good grade. Give it a one to uh, a a to a to five. What do you think? A to five. Yeah. It's a. <laughs> uh, it's a question mark. Question mark. Okay. <laughs> Mine is uh, mine's actually uh, ampersand asterisk. It's my rating for this. Perfect. No, I say out of uh, giving it a I don't know out of ten, I'd say this is a solid seven. Yeah, it's like a six in terms of power. I think it's a six to seven in terms of like being a well done book that plays the army well and seems like it's all coherent, cohesive. Nothing is out of place. Nothing looks like it's going to be abused, and yeah. nothing also just outright sucks so bad. You're like, why would I ever bring this? Right. I think there it's actually pretty close yeah. to a ten because I'm taking off a point because the cover is the same. But otherwise than that, like it's a pretty well done book it's yeah. a solid middle ground book and if they're all like this this is fantastic but oh i see i see that daughter's book coming down the road and historically if there's any of them that are going to throw this off daughters is, is the one yeah if lumineth is going to be one of the other ones it might be them so let's let's hope you that got, they kind of tamped all this it's down three there's three chances there's daughters there's lumineth and there's carriage overlords yes yeah and that's only because ko just play a different game than everyone else it's true. so it could be what if it's what if we just get wild, wild ballpark and skaven is just super good that'd be awesome i, I, I honestly so. would be okay with that i would also be hilarious if like they were like here's a skaven book no new models <laughs> there's the one assassin there's just the one but assassin. then you can't get him yeah they don't get they don't give you they any don't assassins. reprint them. and also they take out an entire clan for no reason right yeah that would make sense that would be very skavenish of them to do that but uh, yeah, that's the Fire Slayers book. So I like it. Uh, it's yeah, I mean, solid. I like it. Yeah, consider me solid as we both hold our copies of the book, Indeed. and we both literally have an army sitting at home ready to to be built. And well, played. I need a couple more magma draws, but yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. I, I'm working on it. We'll get you there. If you Soon. Had, if what we got to play our uh, in the arms of an angel commercial. If you'd like to donate one magma draw a day, you can let Josh play a list that he'll probably lose with. Guaranteed. It's just a magma draw with like a blanket over it, looking up sad at the camera burning wreckage behind it of whatever the shelter was that someone tried to put it in yeah i like this yeah yeah well that's that's, that's the whole thing uh i have nothing else to say and i'm pretty sure we're tired of uh staring at each other at this point in in the conversation as we continue to look over where david's uh david's empty chair, empty chair is we, we miss him oh oh i'm just i'm getting a text message from david right now 
uh, to close off the show. Uh, and he says, for Atlanta Warhammer, he's David. I'm Josh. And I'm Zach saying, excuse me while I whip this out.